As long as the little part is there that you means you love us. And we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 248. Another episode of Monday Mayhem. We're going to get down and dirty with the boys, touch each other, you know, grab each other's fat cocks, jerk each other off. Right? I don't want you to touch me ever in a million <laughs> years. <laughs> Thank God we, we need to get a lawyer for consent. I, I, I'm going to, I will bathe in bleach and be whiter than what I already am. Oh, wow. So there's a lot that ended up happening this past weekend. I mean, like Twitch went absolutely crazy. I mean, Crazier. fucking hell. Just artistic yeah. nudity. They thought that Not was actually going to be a good change. Fucking hell, or man. Or if you want an actual topic, Jonathan Majors got fired from uh, <laughs> from Kit from being Kang. Yeah, yep. found guilty. Doesn't at all reek of you know me too witch hunt, but whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. If people actually uh, go over the Hollywood Reporter article, which generally swings you know that way, if people actually read what Jonathan Majors' lawyer said, it's so weird. And I was like obviously saying this stuff in my video that I did. Because, you know, moving forward, I kind of want to make sure I do the news videos by myself, and then obviously we'll talk about it with you guys. Kind of like the same way, like, Ryan Cannell and, you know, Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers do. Like, I was going over it, and I seen her going like, oh, now I remember what happened. So, allegedly, an altercation of some sorts happens. His lawyer alleges that she was walking around aimlessly after this situation happened, and three strangers got her somehow they got to a club and she used his credit card to buy like booze or whatever even though she potentially had a broken finger and laceration to her one of her left or right ears actually so that's already really really odd that potentially she was i don't know not calling the police after this happened it's just a it's a really crazy situation so she came back home allegedly. She took like sleeping pills, and that's when he, apparently he called nine one one, saying she was unconscious and everything. Yeah, this trial. If you like, start digging into the details of like the articles that came out for it, it looked pretty suspect. Just saying, you know. Yeah, I, I was it, it, like, wow, this is like really bad. And yep, and you have like these attorneys going, yeah, we're standing up for domestic violence and abuse survivors and it's like but didn't she like flee the country at one point <laughs> like yeah, i could have i could have swore she did if your oh. legal team consists of activists if you're if they're activists are anywhere near your courtroom you are in for a butt fucking sorry yeah. i remember so he he actually was not found guilty of intentional things actually so a lot of people thought he intentionally you know, assaulted her. He actually no. wasn't found guilty of that. It was actually the sort of misdemeanor that he got, you know, a uh, penalty for. So he's going to be apparently going to jail on February 6th for a year. Uh, he could still appeal it, actually, you know. And I, I'm just thinking, so, but someone said, oh, he's only just going to be in jail for a year. Yeah, a year of your life just gone, and time is already precious as it is. Just a year gone? What the fuck? I mean, yeah, a year is not that much in the grand scheme of things, but it's like it's a year where you're away, from, you know, just you're in jail. Like that's not a good thing, you know. Like, oh my god, and it's like the roles reversed. Like, Would you be so sanguine about spending a year in jail? No, 
like I, I know some of my friends they watch this show and they're like, oh yeah, they don't like when, he, when I get like political. But some of these states like New York, guys, they fuck. How do I explain this? Well, that's sounding like condescending or mean, like I usually normally do. Okay, when so, they want you prosecuted, you will be prosecuted. That's as far. That is as simple as it is. Also, a key piece of context. That's up a good way this, of putting it too. He wasn't uh, put on trial from her. She was actually going to drop the Kate the charges. He actually got put on trial from the state of New York. That's a much different thing. That that that, that that's actually a truthful thing. She didn't press any charges in the way that would push it this far. That the state of New York did. Like, come on. Like, New York is a shit state. It swings oh blue. God. It's politically so garbage. It's actually, it's crazy how that state's probably worse than California on everything California stands for, which is pretty bad shit for the for the most part. Idealistically, Ugh. California is pretty shit, but New York actually puts it into practice, which is worse. So if you ever want a perfect encapsulation of the corruption of our mm -hmm. of our legal system, both on the on the in the small potatoes and the and the big potatoes, just watch Razor Fist. Right, called Ra it's Razor Fist, the stench from the bench, talking mm -hmm. about everything judicially. Pretty much, it, uh, our being our our courtrooms are full of activists. Mm -hmm. They're not in it for justice. They're not in it. They're some of them are, but for the most part, many of them, many of these people are there to simply enact their version of social of social justice and make a difference, make the world a better place. If you ever see Silicon Valley, it's a laugh. That there's a there's a laughable sentence, but it's well, all filled even, with activists. Well, even even worse than that though is like your job as a lawyer is to make your case, and you do have kind of like a, a record that follows you. So if you, you're known to win a lot, you know, and usually this means that you have a big bag of dirty tricks that you pull and your job is just to present things in a specific light. So I don't know if I would say it's the lawyer's fault so much as, I mean, it might be, <laughs> but it's uh, it's probably more of a jury thing on some of this. And well, I, the well, the days of, Innocent until proven guilty or pretty much dead and done for. So, yeah, well, Majors has been it, tried and convicted and sentenced to sentenced to hang in the court of public opinion already. I well, I mean, in the, the media, assuming it would do its job properly, is to present, you know, those sorts of positions that you can kind of take. <laughs> Apparently, Jonathan Majors wasn't <laughs> what wasn't black enough. What's it say? Damn it! <laughs> He's, well, not, one of the, I mean, he's like, not one of the magical Negroes. Oh! Did well, I, I, I just get you demonetized? That, I would no, make the case that he's too masculine to be a magical Negro. Frankly. Dude, have you, <laughs> seen, have, have you seen that man's the, that man's fucking arms? Oh my god. They're bigger than my well, I head. Mean, like, like, Creed 3 was, Creed was like a success, though, for, mm -hmm. for him. Right, like, I, like yeah. I'm looking, like I'm watching Creed three, and I'm like, there's no fucking way that Michael B. Jordan is fighting and winning against this guy. Jonathan Majors would squash him like a fucking bug, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, how big that guy is! That like, he gets so ripped for his role. Did anybody not see him in that movie, the, the cowboy movie he was a part of in 2021? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, the harder they the fall. The harder they fall. It was really. I like that movie. That was fun. It was really good. Because yeah. all what that guy was. That's what I imagine my body to look like when I look at that guy. That's just what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> Wait, I, like guy, I think he grow to do. Part of the reason <laughs> I think that when when Disney started trotting him out as Kang and they dressed him up in all those silly, goofy, bright colored, frilly outfits and oh, stuff, was just a little to... uh, off a little bit. Oh, sorry. 
I don't know if I can fix it. I'm sorry. You sound fine to me. Okay. Well, I was saying that, like, part of the reason I think that, um... Okay, you're good. You're good. This, this mic. Is that better? Uh, I think so. I think so. Okay, yeah, I'll... you're good. Yeah. I think part of the reason that, like, Disney dressed him up in all those goofy, silly, colorful, kind of, like, clownish outfits is, is to, like, feminize him and to, like, tone down a lot of the masculine energy that he has. So. You know what's crazy? It's, like, people have been saying, oh... But were all those people saying he was innocent? I mean, you can literally see on a video he's running from her. I'm just saying. Because apparently a lot of this started because she saw apparently a text on his phone of him messaging another girl. And the message was like, I really enjoy kissing you or something like that. Now, I, I know a lot of girls really enjoy doing that to me. You know, slobbering tongues with girls is great. Throwing them on the bed and fucking them is awesome. And you have You're like myself. D- delusional all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when people are saying like, I just assume that's weak guilty, in the air. I mean, when people are saying things like innocent until proven guilty, it's more like if we're examining a case fully all the way through, a lot of things are not as black and white. I, 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 I'm just saying, fuck. It, it's like people are on, black. It's a lot black now. Okay, and I think it's such a weird thing that people bring up now constantly when it's like, oh, fuck. Like, how do you try to have reasonable conversation with people if they're not even understanding basic, like, structure of, like, how a freaking scenario has, um, you know, came out? I don't get it. You can't have you can't have conversations these days. You can't you can't have talking points. You can't back up your points with facts. Didn't you know this, buddy? The days of facts and actually backing up what you have to say are fucking dead. It's either my way or the highway. And if you disagree with me, you are enemy number one and you must be destroyed. <laughs> well, well, I'll, I'll remind people done. of a certain case that uh, like two years ago, actually, where this same thing happened, where. A man was essentially oh. running for his life and fighting for his life, and somehow the court of public opinion, the court of public opinion, did not prevail, and he was found, and he was actually found to be justified. This guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yang Yang uh, Yao Yang Yan Zhao. I sent you a uh, you know earlier. If you want to join join the show, you already have the invitation. All right, seventy six and uh, Vagabond should be joining uh very soon. Vagabond's getting something to eat. And 76 said, let, um, let me take a quick shower. And I was like, you know, you got to show me some videos of that, you know, for proof. No, no. I'm glad she's really got more seeing with, with, What we're really seeing with this is like the the the, the fruition of postmodernism and the, the divorce of of moral values from... from uh, from I guess like a like a like an absolute state. So uh, that would be the best way yep. to say it. I'll just tell people right now, if you like the way I title videos, the way I'm gonna be titling the video tomorrow about Jonathan Major is gonna be just insane. Oh it's gonna be so good. <laughs> Black man lost. And I don't know, you know, we weren't there in the situation <laughs> as to everything unfold. But you know how it's crazy how like a situation will unfold in your life. And then someone else will see it and then tell someone that version of what happened, even though they probably only saw the tail in result of that situation. And they did not see what led to the entirety of the end result. It's a 
oh god why is life so hard people why <laughs> is life so hard uh and then it's hard to have conversation now because when a moment you enter a conversation people like usually opposing sides are not trying to have a conversation it's more mm-hmm. as if you know hey i'm right hey no i'm right and we're, we're, we're just gonna be telling each other our points over and over again rather than going hey i'm gonna listen to what you're saying Dude, and it, it, have a nice conversation that doesn't happen now it's like it's like in sports you know but like oh, i like to announce attention everybody that Tom Brady's the GOAT, no further discussion. You don't want to talk about any other players? Ma- nope, Tom Brady's you, the best. Ma- yes, modern Oceania arg- has always been at war with East Asia. <laughs> modern arguments are basically the equivalent of your younger brother and your younger sister just getting in a fight over something and going, uh-uh, nuh-uh, yeah, nuh-uh, yes, no, yes, nuh-uh, I don't think so. Is that scene in that- Emperor's New Groove? I love the movie. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, that's pretty much every modern argument in a nutshell. <laughs> and then it then it eventually devolves into when I've noticed that the slow uh there's there seems to be a pattern because at first you'll have at first you'll have some uh some maybe if there if there is a, just a modicum of good faith there you'll you'll start to you'll start point counterpoint point counterpoint fine but then there will be one point that somebody cannot refute and immediately right. then it will turn to insults and then it's a it, that but no not, not actually won't even get to that point there's one stage before and that is the are you serious really are you kidding me seriously they're stalling for time and then eventually they'll think they'll think of a retort and then they'll keep on doing that until eventually it devolves into insults excuse me always... how dare you excuse me yep. what did you say it's like you have a, like, i was having a discussion uh actually how, today with one of my friends how who is dare, how dare you i am a woman of god <laughs> <laughs> uh, your back. real women of god know when to shut up so <laughs> <laughs> wow no lies detected. But like I was having a conversation with a friend of mine about uh, he, he is a staunch Rings of Power defender. And my whole channel at first was devoted to shitting on Rings of Power. And I had a ball doing it. But I was sim- all I had to do was say, yeah, volcanoes don't work that way. He's like, bro, for real, you serious? That was his only retort. <laughs> yeah, volcanoes do not work that way. You pour water on molten rock it hardens and it doesn't explode and create an ashy wasteland. It's like, what's about like, create Mount Doom? It's like, it didn't create Mount Doom. But what's about what Mount Doom represents? It's like, oh my God, dude. It's like, can't tell me you do not hear. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying that's literally not how volcanoes work. The Tolkien had a pretty grounded view of the world. It's like, is arguing over pouring water. It's like in volcanoes, they it's, it's molten lava underneath a crust and it's there's pressure buildup so when it spews forth so when it, when it breaks through the earth's crust and breaks out on the surface of the mm-hmm. surface of the earth that's when it starts spewing ash and fire and smoke and everything not pouring water on an exposed fire pit like, what the, <laughs> like you're choosing to die on this hill and he was like one of those guys like oh it was amazing it's so wonderful so well written it's, it's like bro just go Stop. watch the original Lord of the Rings, man. Like it's, <laughs> it's just so happens. Of course, like this is the, a few days ago, the 20th anniversary of Return of the King. I grew up Dude. on those films, and there is no comparison between fucking Rings of Power Dude. and Lord of the Rings, and you cannot make the comparison. And he was saying it's just as good. Anyway, but uncle- all this is to say that these people are these, well, these yeah. people are morons and are not thinking clearly. <laughs> my, well, my uncle, I'll, I'll say this: like out. I think I'm older than most of you. I've noticed that just a lot of people are very young. Like even talking about Jonathan Majors. 
like I remember when Michael Brown was in the news and they actually made like yeah. a whole play that happened with the hands up, can't like don't shoot thing. And the, the, the media did their little hashtag dance with it. And yeah, it was, it turned it's, out I to mean, be a lie. It's, yeah. You and know, if you listen, they made a play the out of the whole trans, they, they made a play out of the whole transcript oh, and then out of the, uh, out of the one college. And so many mm-hmm. people were upset and they were like leaving because they were, it went against what they'd heard <laughs> on the news. Do you know what's really crazy is like when you're talking to some of these like people now, like some of them, yeah, I I, I agree, are younger. It's just what type of conversation do they want? It sounds like they want to have conversation where the other person just comes into the conversation to just confirm their biases or what they already believe. So they, they just only want just confirmation bias conversation. They don't want an actual conversation. Like these people now think. Just like what Mark Waits said. Well, if you said, don't affirm all... somebody, you're basically telling them to go on alive themselves. Or, yeah. I mean, you could be just what Mark Waits had mentioned that you're oh, either alt right or I love, like, I, uh, or like Lord Without Fear, that dirty, stinking, fat monkey. That guy is talking about people being Nazis. If, if you don't, he's I, literally equivalenting comic book readers to Nazis, people. And this is something that Eric brought, brought up in his uh, for Canon's sake podcast that came back today. And I had to think about this too when I was at work. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. I don't know how nerds on the left think, but they're some of the dumbest white knight retards ever. If there's truly bad people like that, KKK members, are they playing Yu-Gi-Oh? Like, is a KKK oh. member playing Pokemon? <laughs> is a KKK member playing, like, reading comic books, going to a shop, buying comic books every Wednesday? I don't think so. But here's the thing. You ask those so. questions. You ask those questions. And I I, remember I was perusing that comment section. It was fascinating. It was like like looking at a goddamn zoo. I'll show you guys right now. But but yeah, like I was looking through the comment section and it, it's it doing the same thing. You remember how I said it just resorts to, are you serious? Really? It's self-evident. It always that goes to everyone is asking, man. where are the Nazis? Who are they? Name them. What are they doing? What are they saying? How are they Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it obvious? Do you, you need me to explain it to you? Look, Google it. Look up a dictionary. <laughs> Like, like fuck dude, you it's always cognitive dissonance with these people these people i guarantee you if i tell it to them they're like what is that i'm not gonna buy bo- if i'm not gonna bother explaining it to people if you don't know what that is you're probably already doing it it's basically the act of like deflection you present something and you deflect it because you don't like the answer given to you it's kind of like well this is kind of like writer. a straw man argument where mm-hmm. he's building up this idea of nazis as like people that disagree with him that's not a fair argument like if working with fallacy. Nazis, yeah. if working with Nazis is the only way to keep the industry alive, fuck it, let it burn to ashes. But hey, Ripa wouldn't know anything about that. All right, all right. So here's, but here's the funny. Let's let's play a word. Let's play. Let's. This is just just define or let's define things here. So Nazis are a very specific group of people. They are the National Socialist Workers Party of Germany, National Socialists. Eric July is a staunch libertarian. Libertarians do not like socialism very much. Libertarians are usually anarcho-capitalists, meaning there is no government involvement in any kind of free enterprise whatsoever. The free market reigns It's reigns very, supreme. very limited. Yeah. Yeah. It, but like with socialism, not so much, especially the, especially the, specifically the Nazi brand of, of the Nazi brand of socialism was very, was very much 
it wasn't there was nothing resembling capitalism at all. The government controlled how much you made. The government controlled how much you charged. The government could even initiate price controls, and they 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 would even have quotas you had to meet. That's the opposite of libertarianism. And to call lump Eric July in with Nazis, this is ridiculous. Also, these people don't exist. Oh, also for anyone who's going to be listening to the show in the future when it's on like podcasting platforms, the the way that I said what cognitive dissonance was is kind of what people already do. So the actual definition, because people are going to ask me what it is. A mental conflict that occurs when your beliefs don't line up with your actions. That's what it means, right? So his belief and his actions are showing that someone else saying something, right, is trying to prove someone else is a Nazi. This is retarded. Like this is peak retardation out of these people. There's Why? a lot of retards out there. Yeah, sure. it's even worse because a lot of the the Nazi Party did actually get its inspiration from the Democratic Party in the South. At the uh, you tell them the that they'll never believe you. You tell them that <laughs> they don't. They don't even bother hearing that. They're like most of a lot of what Nazis did came from like the Democratic people. Like, no, it's not true. It's like fuck history. Then fuck actual things we know. So what's the point of having a conversation if you can't even objectively? I mean, like even like, you, you know, a lot. If you can't you even objectively. What? understand facts from what something originated from what are we even doing here at this point you, you, why? you know why you, you know why because fuck your culture fuck your history give me diversity or i'm gonna write a shitty ass racist article article about it <laughs> ironically enough diversity is exactly what eric july gave them but like no not like that <laughs> lord I, I'm just gonna say this right now. People like this are just garbage. Like, come on, man. Like this the guy's six thousand followers. Jeez, Lord. So another post happened. So Eric put this right here. He said, "This is dishonest." You're. I was gonna. I'd say a different <laughs> word, but that's just me. There are no actual Nazis trying to take over comics, nor are people insisting you or Mark Wade align with them. You know this, but it's your. But it's reflex for your ideological enemies. These worthless buzz terms, you're specifically referring to those that are honest about the industry. Some of them just happen to differ politically from you. Also, Mark Millar, Miller, have you pronounced it, had it three retailers on his show. They said they gave the industry about till 2025, early 2026, before things almost, for the most part, completely collapse, right? Are mm -hmm. they alt-right people? People who have multiple comic book stores saying this. I don't care what their political affiliations are. Literally, they could have voted for Kamala Harris's left titty. I don't care. That doesn't matter, right? Notice what you said. You said, regardless of their political affiliation. We don't know their political affiliation. Politics never came into this entire conversation because all of this is referencing Mark Millar's uh, uh, Mark Millar's listening to those comic retailers and, and actually listen, hearing what they're saying and agreeing with them. Politics did not come into this whatsoever. Because how did the, how did the, all of this start? By some guy who looks like a stereotypical comic shop owner giving his honest <laughs> yeah. opinion. I mean, seriously, that's honestly. I, I tweeted about this. That's the kind of guy I want telling me what to what to what to read. Like I, I would. I, that's right. the kind of guy I seek out. Like, hey, tell me what's good. And he will. He, and I've had that happen multiple times. Someone's like, here, check mm -hmm. this out. Check this out. Check this out. Like, thank you so much. Thank you for doing your job. And that's but like that's, that's all how dude, that's it started. The Politics did not enter into this at all. Yeah, and mostly like Mark when it came it. to a uh, nerd stuff, right? Throughout the many years, most nerd stuff never even became political. You discussed like political themes of what said story was setting up, like what political mm -hmm. themes it had, but 
the conversation of like who you voted for almost never came up with nerds. Nerds are primarily like primarily the people that would be like, I don't care about politics. So that's that because obviously they'd be so invested in like nerd shit. Politics never would come up with mm -hmm. come up with them. But for the most part, you could kind of see it coming from a mile away based on how most nerds white night for women. They'd be like leftists anyway. If we're being honest here, like if that actually happened, they'd, most of them would lean left given how they structure a lot of their like arguments. And most of them turn out to be like weird, cringy, furry people. You know, they're just odd people, right? But generally speaking, too, for a long period of time, artists artists have to be almost like a collective uh, group, and that's that's where the progressivism and the leftism kind of starts. Is it's taking the collectivist position first. True. Um, more art. I mean, like there is a, obviously a wide mark, a wider market that's more accessible today to artists, and that's why you see a lot more diversity in thought among artists if you look for it. Um, <laughs> Um, the bigger ones are still very collective, though. I mean, like, just look at how all these big brands have access to their their media buddies. They'll run softball stuff. They'll they'll just kind of, you know, play along with the the narrative or the message in this case, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and and you see that a lot to get your art noticed by the people that will promote it. You have to kind of play the game. Well, you have to basically uh, think everything they do. You, if yeah. like, like I mentioned on the previous episodes you guys have been <laughs> on, literally, if they say tacos are overrated and waffles are better than tacos, you have to believe that. Otherwise, wrong. Otherwise, but what if you make a taco out of a waffle? That that's what my wife's uh. vagina is. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a personal but, problem. But but that's wait, the thing that we wait wait your wife has a blue waffle what that, okay. oh you're, god you're 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 like five years old all right so. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a yeast infection so you might not want to make that joke again well I mean, the possibilities here are endless yeah I yes mean, if you have a yeast and if you have herpes or a yeast I infection that's probably the disgusting. most degenerate thing you will hear on this channel. I will also say, if you have a yeast infection or herpes, that bitch must have been sleeping with, like, a lot of dudes to get that. Remember, you have to be constantly with a lot of people to get that shit. But I digress. So, Well, yeast infections are pretty common in women, actually. <laughs> I had one, too. I'm good. It made me black. I was previously white. But the thing here. It's black yeast. That's actually mold. You're a horrible person. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, like, when you have Mark Miller, who's going out of his way to talk to comic book shop owners trying to understand where the industry's at. Just kind of look at it from how bad things are for the comic industry. Someone who is very successful and famous in the industry going out of the way to talk to retailers is a problem. If that doesn't go to show you just from that alone how bad things are, things are fucked. He literally just went out of his way to just talk to comic book shop owners. And all the guy said, you know, is that 30-second clip that we saw, which is a much larger video, which I do recommend people watching. It's not a, not a bad video at all. He didn't even mention race or diversity or any of that nonsense stuff. People like to use this W to get, like, gotcha moments in their arguments. All he said was stop basically putting in self-insert trash characters. Stop putting yourself in the comics. No one really gives a fuck about you. They like the superheroes more. I mean, that's not a bad statement whatsoever. And but he no. would know. He has sold these books. He knows what sells and what doesn't. It is mm -hmm. literally his job. And his entire livelihood hinges on him knowing what his customers want. He's telling comic book creators what his customers want and what they will buy. 
but they're too stupid to listen or they just they're actually yeah, they they're completely want... talentless they they can't do anything other than self-inserts yeah sorry he's telling yeah i was gonna say he's telling people that they don't want mystique birthing babies from her man pussy <laughs> yeah yeah, but don't so, you know some asshole on Twitter told me that that was the contention all along. It was the intentional thing, even though it never happened. Never and happened until twenty twenty three. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I love how like this happens in like anime and manga and all that stuff too. Like you'll hear like cliff notes about like what they wanted to do and what ideas they could have had, but then when you got the finished product, you're like, okay, those are cool things that I kind of figured out, but it didn't. I'm glad those initial ideas and thoughts didn't come out to be the final product. This guy. Claims he's a journalist. Oh, it's always pronouns. Oh, they always have pronouns. Mm. Oh my god, I hate these I, people. I will god. say, I think, I, I, I think the the thing with Mark is that he just he or like the the interview with the comic book guy. He went against the narrative. Um, like that the group think kind of. He went these. against. The message. So, the message. Well, it's not even. It's, it's it's more like the collective mantra. You can't admit that these are failing because of these things. And self inserts, like as an author, like I I recognize that you can have you can have a good self insert. It you can. It doesn't mean that will be good. You could do but, a self insert, yeah, a self insert, and still yeah. tell a good, compelling story. Right, this is, right. This is the Breakfast of Tiffany's book that uh, Paul Varjak is is essentially uh, is essentially a stand-in for Truman Capote. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just like, like, the, there's full of stuff like that. It's perfectly fine. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with doing that. But when it takes you right. out of the story and and just does not serve the character or serve the story at all, which a lot of these. Like, if you're yeah. trying to insert yourself in yeah. all established characters, well, I mean, like that people is a are equating to do. Yeah, people are equating like heroism though with with who you vote for and who you sleep with and yeah, and yeah. Uh, the resistance, so to speak. And and this idea is actually dangerous because there are some times, not very many, but that your government is actually in the right and it's okay to be aligned with them. Patriotism is still something that can be a good thing. Proud to be an American. I'm God just damn right. Well, I, well, actually, I'm I mean, like, have you seen the rest of the world? Okay, yeah. have you seen the rest of the world? Canada's basically begging us to annex them anyway. <laughs> sure, Does Canada I'm, still count I'm for anything some anymore. Good syrup. I remember well, the only we annexed it, thing, it doesn't matter, does it? I remember back in the day, the only leading thing that people always said, you should move to Canada because they have free health care. No. Yeah, some of those things always sound too good to be true. Just they they, they just have jet free health care. That's the only reason why you'd go there. Yeah. How I, well did I'd that prefer, take age for people? I prefer to work and keep my money, most of the majority of my money, and just do preventative maintenance. I also just, like to not be going to jail for Hate speech, which is yep. what they try to pass as laws now. Yeah, yep. I, I like to just yeah. be in America. Free speech does not America. exist in Canada. Yeah, I'd rather be in America, get bent over and fucked over a table like that gay Senate guy than ever go to Canada. <laughs> li yeah. li literally, you're, if you lived in Canada, your entire channel could not exist. Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Not only that, the state would come down on you with a nice little ban hammer and either jail you or fine you into oblivion so that you can never get you can never get above the poverty line ever again. Yeah, yeah. Lord. Yeah finish your children as well yep that's also true yeah all right yeah, yeah. so well, i was i was i was on a tangent real quick so but i was saying like he went against the group's like mantra their their narrative and kind of like burst their bubble and yeah and obviously they're angry about this but this their response is to automatically to dehumanize him to mm -hmm. to associate him with nazis who are um these people that 
obviously have created great historical crimes against people and mm-hmm. and live on is kind of like the boogeyman of history right now and um and so once you dehumanize people it doesn't really matter like it doesn't really matter what they say or what they and and that's kind of the association that they're 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 going for here mm-hmm. it's like because and once you dehumanize people you don't have to take into like their dignity or um you know their their own identity or anything into consideration yep so mr uh black pagan he he put this reply and it's like when you already see I'm, anyone if you see pronouns like this you see a person with this these these two right here these, these two words yes screwed and don't bother soldier. interacting opinion discarded you know, right there. That tells you actually all you need to know. If he's an Antifa supporter, of course he says there's sadly lots of Nazis, bigots, and nerd fandom. You don't want to be called a Nazi, maybe don't hold the same ideals as them. That is exactly how that is exactly how Antifa thinks. Because here's the here's the spoiler alert. Communists often saw Nazis as their boogeymen and vice versa. They are mm-hmm. using the exact same tactics as as the as the, the communists back in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't change. It doesn't change 90 to 100 years on. None of their tactics change at all. So it's hilarious that they think they're being all they're being all edgy. You know, we're we're the new generation <laughs> of activists. Like you're doing the exact same thing your great 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 grandparents did, and shit the bed in their country so hard. Every all of the, all of them, all of your ancestors came here and now gave birth to you. Remember, <laughs> it's also really crazy that we're equating Nazis and the other people you just said. Oh, communists. Sorry, sorry. Nazis and communists and alt right. To pasty nerd people who can't shower <laughs> properly with and that are also comic book readers who watch anime. Remember, we're calling comic book readers Nazis. Comic book readers, people who can't shower it, 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 properly, who can't well, talk I mean, even, properly, who whose breath completely stink. Like, come on, like this is the stretch these people are really going out there for. We're talking about well, I mean, if you, if you look at here. <laughs> if you if you look at the population stats for like registered Nazis and all these real like the, the genuine ones, the real Nazis, the the ones that have the uh, the group meetings and stuff, you know, there are only about at most the estimate is about five thousand Nazis in in America. Okay, point them well, out specifically. I think less than that because back, uh, remember the the Charlotte's the uh, not was it Charlottesville the the the, the one that one thing? yeah I think so. Uh, where they had they had that like unite the right rally and it sent the left into a into a butt fucking tizzy. Mm-hmm. Only about five hundred actual, only about five hundred oh, people showed up. Tizzy, <laughs> oh, like five hundred people showed up to a national unite the like a Nazi. I guarantee you that was a psyop. I, I don't believe that anymore. Five hundred people yeah, show up, a national thing. You couldn't even get you couldn't even get a full thousand people to show up for a whole rally that's meant specifically for you. Come on. There, there are like, more Antifa members in Portland than there are Nazis in America. Yeah, there are more Antifa method. There yeah. are more t- Antifa members probably in my in like in my town in my big city of Houston than there are in there, and that's not right. that's not that's saying something. All right. So uh, later on, like someone he actually replied to someone uh, a guy by the name of King Dinosaur said, "Name them," and he named them. <laughs> he named a few heels versus baby face, yellow flash guy. That's that's that, there's, <laughs> there's no guy. Yellow flash. Yellow flash. It's a Gundam niche gamer. I mean, you weren't being good faith, but this one was easy. How 
is Gundam? Well, how is how is Az? I, I how is Yellow? I, how are any of these people Nazis? How is Wait, how is Heels a Nazi? Well, he's I, not. I, this guy just being a cunt. I know we've talked about this before, but man, I, once again, Nazi See? is one of right those there. words that has gotten. It, it's so overused nowadays. It literally doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It, the original meaning yeah. of what the word Nazi meant is like no longer existent because of these fucking people. MSK, scroll Wait. down, scroll down for to his uh, to his reply here. Yeah, right here. So this guy said, "Please let me know the definition of a definition of a Nazi, and then provide one example that their action correlates to that definition." They never do. I imagine right here before you see it, it's going to be cognitive dissonance. I can already bet it is. <laughs> right deflection. Oh, love's deflection. Oh, God. I'm rich. What I did I Jeffrey. say? What did I say? You're stupid. It's self-evident. Fuck it. The hell it is. Just tell me. But they <laughs> you guys are so dull. Have they, some they, balls and admit these, what you are. It's just these so people, Dude, these people, go, are, people. these people are so fucking allergic to losing arguments. I swear. <laughs> and I love everybody. This this is two hours, two hours, five hours ago, and he hasn't replied to any of these people. Apparently, it's so self. Well, no, because so self evident. His... Then fucking tell me. Of course, he hasn't replied <laughs> because his stupid ass knows he's wrong, and he knows he can't come up with anything to back his shit fucking claims. But I don't understand why you even do said, that. If you, you do, if you don't, it's... if you can't back up, if you can't back up what you're saying, then don't say it. It comes back to the group think thing where your silence is violence, but your words are are not actual um like your your words are violence, your silence is violence, mm -hmm. but actual violence isn't actually violence. So Striders, they they you, can't you guys just help. won't admit to my baseless accusations of you. Yeah, no can do, Commodore. Yeah, <laughs> like it. fuck. They Get can't fuck help they can't help themselves. These people literally live to just run their mouths about shit that doesn't fucking matter. They don't even know the <laughs> definitions. What's the point it, of pairing out a word? Like I said, about, when you disagree with them, and like I said, when you disagree with them, they just use all these buzzwords. They throw all these fucking buzzwords at you that literally mean fucking nothing anymore. Nazi? Well, it's it, a sign of their it, allegiance it, that they do it anyway. Well, not mm. Nazi doesn't mean shit anymore. Fascist doesn't mean shit anymore. I mean, y y I, I don't not, know. Well, I mean, when you separate yourself from the argument, <laughs> no. Okay. But like, <sighs> if you're oh, like, they, the people that are saying these things are pretty much people that are like, oh, the guy that I'm rooting for or the guy on my team is being attacked for this. I need to say something. So, and I need to call you all know these what? people Nazis. I will say this. You know what? You can come talk to me when people like Eric July, It's a Gundam, Yellow Flash, Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers, and pretty much everybody in that pantheon. When they start putting people in gas chambers and executing them because they disagree with their opinions and shit, then come talk to me about them being Nazis and fascists and fascists and all just that other shit. But, 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 uh, but until that day, just shut the fuck up and admit you're wrong. <laughs> Oh, like, my God. God. Look at this. I think Nazis have their hands full with the Ukraine war and don't have time for nerd <laughs> fandom. I mean, like, uh, bro. Well, we don't want to talk about You're that, do weird. we? If you don't want to be called a pedophile, then don't hold the same ideals as them. Which, by the way, Kyle Rittenhouse fired two random shots. At two, no, not two random shots, but he he killed two people that were coming after him, and one of them was a one of them was a child serial child rapist, mm -hmm. another one was a serial child was a serial wife beater. 
and the entirety of Antifa was there. But again, who attacked him? A bunch of a bunch of piece of shit criminals that not even those in prison would leave alive for very long. And those and all those people just so happen to chase after him. Like the 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 actual racists and pedophiles exist on the left. Sorry, not sorry. The thing I don't like is just like the Nazis. <laughs> a blatant look for basic dickheads. This engine is a Nazi. He's working on a Volkswagen. That's why he says that. Oh God. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Oh God. I, I will say, like, I do think that, like the the very fact that like Nazi, like this terrible, terrible thing, is divorced from its original meaning and its it, its it, it, its historical background. Like, well, I mean, the, the the idea that this like the idea that Nazi like its definition today and how it's used is divorced from its its original historical context mm-hmm. it speaks volumes i mean like i'm not surprised that the comic book industry is failing because like um you know like uh, the the millennial generation is pretty much a it's we've divorced a lot of our our culture that we grew up with um either because the institutions that our parents grew up have become corrupted or they've just flat out failed or stopped in some instance you know they stopped being relevant um and and so like this idea like our generation needs a hero or hero we need our own I heroes need a hero. <laughs> well you're not going to be a hero you know unless you have something to look to you know mm-hmm. um i mean because that's what i mean like when people are talking about self-inserts they they see the heroic aspects of themselves as strider i must become a hero of justice <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant Aragorn for a minute, and I was like, okay, yeah, we can talk about that. But, <laughs> but I mean, well, like this idea too. that, I mean, this idea that everything that we've had come before us has we've either discarded or, or loosened its, its importance from its context, and uh, and the the idea of it, even of being a hero, is is so repulsive to upon. some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because it's not about what you do now, because it used to be heroism, because actually I was watching uh, all four hours of Nerdrotic's breakdown of Return of the King, and he had on just his the, the legendary YouTube commentary on there. Uh, but Drinker actually had a great observation, and he was saying, being a hero is not about, because now because heroism now isn't about your actions. It isn't about your intentions. It isn't about the the noble, altruistic things that you do for other people. And because you look at you look at the examples of heroism, especially in the Lord in the Lord of the Rings films, and it, it, true in the books, it, true true in the books and the films, it's all about these individuals standing up to overwhelming evil odds. I think and Mahler brought up how many times has that happened in the film? A dozen. Every there's one guy standing up against some insurmountable evil, whether it's Boromir and like a hundred different Urukai, and he, he dies in the process. Sam standing in front of this ancient evil Shelob saying, take, say, get away from him. Or uh, mm-hmm. Eowyn standing before the Witch King said, I will kill you if you touch him. How many times has that happened, Lord of the Rings? Countless times. It's a trope, and it's awesome. And it reminds us that no matter who we are, because every single character does that. Every single race does that. Every single classification of character does it. Side, and side it just note. shows that. But, but uh. Return of the King has one of the greatest moments of women representation of all time. One hundred percent, absolutely. Yes. Eowyn is Arwen fucking is awesome. Fantastic. No man can kill me. No I am man. Yeah, man. Dude, yeah. the, uh, the other problem too is that um, a lot of people nowadays are taught that you can't relate to something unless it's 
they look exactly like you. So relating someone to based on their morals, like they don't have to be like me, the same gender or whatever. I could still, you know, naturally you can relate to somebody through your their struggle. There could be their struggles, morals, um, events that happen to them. Nowadays, it's like all that is thrown away, and it's like if they don't look exactly like you or close enough to you, then there's no relations there or whatever. And mm-hmm. that's what people are like stuck and fixated on. So right now it's just race and gender or whatever, right? Yep. Your mm-hmm. your heroism is defined not by your actions, it's defined by your identity. If you are a if you are a gay, disabled Mexican, you're immediately more heroic and more noble and more worthy of everything the world has to offer you than generic than than you know generic white guy. Or it just it, the 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 oppression Olympics just no just cannot stop running, and your it's your your best qualities are defined by something that you don't even have any control over, and it's pretty disgusting because I thought we frowned upon that because that's that's all that's called racism. I thought we didn't like that, right? Oh, I want to show you guys this too really quickly. Uh, this other guy who claimed he was a professional comic book reviewer before the hate <laughs> grifters came in. Fuck, dude, these this people are like. Good. These people are like cockroaches, man. So SJW Captain America blocked me. That little fagaloon, just fucking butt fucking loser. All right. <laughs> so he said it's weird. You tag three people who breed toxicity in a community to hinder new readers, but only one of them makes comics, and he started with more money than a small business loan could get. XD. Like these are the people who actively hurt local comic shops and nerdness in general. All right, hold, whoa, just just hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, let me put some pimping in it. What? Because, you know, it's like, it was a Cat Williams line from Friday for Next. But wait a minute, hold on, hold on. You know what hurts comic book shop owners? Making shit comics they can't sell. Nothing these guys could say would even matter to that if because remember, they made books that could sell. You fucking retard. Remember, <laughs> local comic shops do not have a choice. If they have to abide by the diamond distribution system to get new yeah. comics from from is it both Marvel and DC or just Marvel? I don't remember. But anyway, the, I think it used to be both. Okay, uh, but either yeah. way, they have to rely. They have to rely rely on this on this direct to retailer thing. They they don't really have a choice like if they want to carry if they if because they've been told that and they and I think they'd be right to assume that that all that these that these books are going to sell because again they're Marvel and or DC and so. But the only way they have to do it is to abide by this outdated system that's ridiculous that don't hire based on they don't hire writers based on talent. They don't hire writers based on what they what what new fresh take they can bring to the character, how they can add to the character, contribute to it. They hire on activists like Brian Visaggio and and, uh, Kelly Sudaconic and everyone else like them who just Heidi McDonald. Those those are all clowns, man. McDonald, Gail Simone to an extent. Like these people that do not, these people that are not oh, necessarily Heather known. She's so oh, garbage, God, man. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe a what? woman that looks, I, I would say this, I think Heather Ansel's looks pretty cute. I think she's gorgeous, but you know, she's actually retarded. Right. Like she is actually just so fucking stupid. That's a girl you do anal sex with because you're not trying to get that big. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. And, you know, the funny God. thing about this guy's uh, comment is that. He's talking to someone that used to be a um a comic book uh, shop owner. Yeah, Gary owned a mm-hmm. comic shop. Like, wh- so mm-hmm. obviously he would know how the distribution. Okay, for who doesn't really know how a shop is worked, 
You have distributors who sell you shit in advance you have to buy and you have to order in advance so you can have the newest product when it drops, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, people come in and ask for the newest thing. It happens a lot more than people always say. People usually come in and ask for the, for the newest stuff, generally speaking, right? So mm -hmm. you're always incentivized to buy the newest stuff because that's what people most likely coming in are going to ask for. So if you have to buy it in advance so your store can have it when it drops that day because you're going to have customers coming in and asking for it, if that new product is bad, you can't sell that. Remember, you have to order like two, three cases of some of these products. With Yu-Gi-Oh, would be like Pokemon be case this, comic books, you'd be like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they, they, they would come in cases. A lot of stuff just comes in cases, obviously, big giant boxes and shit like that, right? If you get a lot of these cases of these characters for these books you can't sell, you're stuck with that stuff. Same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh products, Pokemon products, Magic the Gathering, Funko Pops, manga, anything. If it comes bad and no one wants it, when they can grab the first copies of it and review it, let's say on like YouTube or Instagram or wherever you do your content at, that shop owner can't sell that stuff. Word of mouth is so important now to the point where if word of mouth gets out that something is bad, people just go like, okay, my favorite content creator said it's not good, so I'm not buying it. It shouldn't be that way. You should kind of go and get it yourself, but this is just the way, you know, influence works now, you know? It's well, just I mean, the publishing the industry well, itself has changed drastically over the last 10 years. You know, I've been publishing, like I'm, a, I'm an indie publisher. Can you and publish my, my book? Um, no, but I mean, I'll help you publish it. <laughs> it so. I'm going to call it Gaping Hole Part 1. You're stupid. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your prerogative. No, but. Uh, but I mean, like, the, the, the industry as a whole is um, a lot of it depends on relationships that they've cultivated over the last, yeah. you know, 100 years. So, um even like Amazon as the uh, coming in with the technology, you know, technology is supposed to bring about a lot of democracy in the field. The problem with that is that you have a lot of diversity and quality. Then it's not necessarily a bad thing for more people being able to, to do it, but you still have a lot. Um, you have a lot more things that they tend to push. Like um, one of the things that I started noticing after, um, after the Hunger Games, the Hunger Games was probably like the last big, like what I would call normal phenomenon to take off. Okay, they started pushing that um, that like the knockoff version of it. What's it called? Divergent. The, the, Divergent. Yeah, and, and I mean the the difference between the Hunger Games and Divergent, if you look at it from like an activist point of view, is it's pretty noticeable to somebody that likes to read, I guess. And it's usually around this time that they started pushing other things too. So it's not just the quality that they that that's an issue. It's the content. It's the creators. It's it's the distributors and the media. Um, one of the big five publishers like bought out another one, so there's only really four now. Or I'm sorry, the big six became the big five. Right. And there's a lot of uh, because of technology, the industry is shrinking. So. But you also have a lot of it congregating online too. So a, lo a local comic shop person would have a, a, a lot more difficulty today anyway just because of the internet mm -hmm. and uh dealing with all the other things and 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 we, even with indie publishing you know i'm an indie publisher i know this you know you can you can get one really great one and re one really sucky one <laughs> in the same batch so yeah and i think um, the other problem oh my bad oh i was just gonna say and and that's like you can have a really good first issue and just not do a great job with the rest of it so that's my big fear for what it's worth. That issue number two will be worse than number one. And that's a hard 
was a hard existential crisis conundrum. Yeah, the you know the advancement in the internet has changed a lot for local comic shops too. You know, trying to also mm -hmm. sell your products through like you know social media. It's just so much has changed. Ugh, it's just yeah, crazy. Damn, she's pretty hot for a milf. What the fuck? Stop I think the other pictures. problem too is like um, depending on whatever material you you consume, like mm -hmm. the more and more like it deviates from what made it like a good material to you mm -hmm. where it's a video game or whatever you want as a customer without even reviews you can get you'll get burnt so many times that you just eventually stop coming back yeah and that's kind of like, what happened with comics for me yeah it's true because like sometimes people don't even really watch reviews or like read them before they buy a product you buy a product enough and it starts sucking you just honestly stop doing it you know like some people really. The other thing I've noticed is that, like, if you have a long time between release releases, that's um, uncomfortable for me to wait for it. So I'll just give up. Oh, I, yeah, I see what you're saying too. Like, if you wait so long to get the next part to it, you might not be as interested as you once mm -hmm. were when you know something you know first dropped. Well, I mean, Netflix is kind of like the, the petri dish for that one because they used to drop all their like seasons and stuff at once so people could binge watch it, but it doesn't leave a cultural footprint then. And then if people have to wait too long, they get angry and they drop it. Yeah, that's why I don't really like the binging model as much because when something comes out and people binge it, because most people can binge a show very, very quickly now. They'll just sit all day and watch it when they get off work. They'll binge it at, mm -hmm. at work, listening to it, maybe like on their break. There's no real talk about it. It's that same thing that Patty Jenkins said about stream streaming movies and TV shows back when um, you know, that was a big thing where studios try to have their own streaming services before the streaming bubble burst. And she was like, that shit just comes out and, and it just feels like I like a ghost town. Cause like very few like streaming shows and movies really hit and constantly are talked about in people's conversations, you know? Like, do people really still talk about the one piece live action show that dropped earlier this year as much as they did when it first came out no, not as much but like the problem too is like so you watch if you watch like material back in the day right that was mm -hmm. made for tv the weekly releases like once a week when you go watch your favorite show it was like an event that you had to be there at a certain time so you know yeah. what else to, for the story to progress for yourself mm -hmm. right if you miss it it might be a while for you even to get, get to see a rerun or, or whatever, right? Unless you buy a DVD or some VHS or whatever. And right. so, mm -hmm. like, shows back in the day were, like, each episode in itself was uh, mainly your serialized shows is more, it's, it's more eventful for the consumer as opposed to everything gets dropped one time. You know, you watch it, it's done with, you move on. As opposed to, like, you might watch, like, uh, like okay for instance uh dragon ball right when we were waiting for that five minutes to for namek to blow up for like 30 episodes straight meaning <laughs> you know next time you go see somebody else at school or whatever man did you see what happened last episode and like oh i can't wait and you, you know you build up a conversation you're waiting for the next uh next episode to go on and eventually you reach the climax you know, that becomes the biggest event ever or whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't get that experience anymore with, like, just control, you know, 100% drop. The only thing really is, like, anime and stuff that's, like, still kind of serialized or whatever. Yeah, that's so kind. And and the, the advantage of that manga and anime have is that there are longer story arcs 
Um, the Japanese are really, really good at longer story arcs. And they so eventually we, end too. That's also another big thing. Eventually. <laughs> eventually well, the other side end. of it. Yeah. It, the other side of it too is that you don't have to worry uh, with 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 anime. It takes a long time to draw, but you'll have that forever. And if there's an issue with the voice actor, you can kind of use AI more to replace it, or uh, you know, find a new guy, or like something like you won't have a Jonathan Majors incident necessarily with anime, where like the character is just completely wiped out from right from his role because of personal issues that's actually part of the reason why i loved animation growing up because even if it was somebody that i personally didn't like or think was a good actor it was like oh it's just the voice you know so mm. well there's been a lot that has happened today people alleging other people are nazis for i don't know asking <laughs> for better written comic books remember if you ask for better written comic books you might as well be considered part of the alt-right or a Nazi. Like, what is this? How do people get two things to wrap them together in their brain to get that? Here I you are. Written comic book. You're Here Hitler. You are. Here you are asking comic book writers for better stories. And all of a sudden, you're a <laughs> Nazi. You didn't want this. You didn't ask for this. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I never got my swastika in the mail, I guess. Oh my god, lady. Holy Jesus shit. Christ. You know, a lot of people were mad at Eric for going off today on his for Canon's sake podcast episode, which I, mean, I did watch live, which was actually pretty good. Um, I think he oh my I think I me, mean, I had to get this. this I don't like Dick Masters. Obviously, I, I don't follow this fucking loser, but he had the clip, so I'm just gonna watch it from that. Fucking hate this guy, by the way. I don't like this guy at all, but he's got the guy. Welcome smart. back, bro. Great the fuck. Oh, sorry about that. Is, is the audio on? See you again. Got a five from Gabe says. I've uh, been working on my digital art skills. I mainly draw airships. I am thinking about doing an animated series where airships battle each other. Speaking of, <laughs> now I get a get a chance to speak for myself again. Retarded floating out gay shit. You idiots who go around dis disrespecting my artists, go fuck yourself. But especially those that are lying about like what Cliff Riches and do do. There are motherfuckers that have had this to say, like. This is just a crazy amount of just false shit that gets floated out there. For yeah, this is what happens a lot. People literally just make up stuff out of nowhere. A complete straw man. They can no, they they get the straw out of the cracks of the fucking rocks in the fucking street. That's where the straw comes from. Literally, just nothing. Make something up, and then just start parroting it like it's fact, even though there's no sources. There's no way to back this up. What they're saying it's just lie. I just hate people. One, they thought they think. There's a company, there's an agency, right? That's what it is. Studio called Glasshouse, right? We've worked with and some of uh, the international, not just international, a lot of American artists uh, and creatives work with um, work with uh, Glasshouse as well or are represented. Just because they're international, these guys have floated out a completely false narrative that somehow it's like some fucking Chinese sweatshop full of people that don't get fucking paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Cliff Richards is just a random fucking guy. He's not an industry vet, right? Talking about clip art and other retarded shit. It's like, what is wrong with you niggas just floating out dumb shit and not saying it? Like, you're just making it up. Glasshouse is a fucking agency, man. The page rates for a Cliff Richards and a, and a, and a Joe Bennett is more. 
Just because they're international does not mean they're fucking Chinese sweats. You're working a Chinese sweatshop. And how dare they disrespect guys like Cliff and Joe Bennett for that. These motherfuckers making shit up to oh, well, he's just paying, paying these guys nothing. He's working with them, and they, I guess they get thick glass house just got a, a, a room full of Brazil. I don't recall any of the artists that work for Eric's books coming out saying they're broke. Just saying. And if they were, why are they there? Why are right. they still there? Why are they still going to be working on ISOM 3 or literally anything else? Yeah. Really will... And all they doing is just uh, drawing on demand. That's not how it works, jackass. There are ads. <laughs> you know what that is? A lot of the American representation in comic books are represented by an agency. International does not mean cheap, you retard. It goes to <laughs> nothing about the industry. Some of the greatest artists of all time are international, and they're not cheap. Yeah, I don't get why people think international means cheap. That actually sometimes means more because, you know, communicating with them is very hard because they're literally sometimes eight, ten hours ahead of us in terms of timing frame. Like, why would people... Well, I mean, I can... I can from experience a light comic studio who does discord for me they're international mm -hmm. instead of bangkok or i'm um, not bangkok um wait, are, wait hold on are you working with nazis <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Vietnam, so it's more like communists but i don't know oh. are, you, are you working with thai hookers <laughs> well, i don't know but yeah, we there might be an MSK case every kind the lady boys I mean, they have an online portfolio with really great work, and I reached out to them, and so there we go. Oh, my God. Yeah, you did good. with the industry. Remember, I hate these people, man. They hate it if you don't go through, like, whatever industry bullshit they always they went through because they're just I doing mean, it because we're reasons. listening. Well, I mean, the industry is going to have a big wake-up call then because Moist Critical even has its own bad egg company that's, that's – they're yeah. starting to take on manuscripts now. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the, the people American. complain the uh the people complaining about anyone in the Iron Age are not the ones actually reading comics. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I I mean, like, I actually my I had a variant cover artist, and he's in from Brazil, and um, I have my, my next variant cover that's coming for issue number two. It's an American, so and uh, my book, the novelization cover, came from a. Uh, an American too, so it's it's of course it's it's best to just say international for these things. Yeah, yeah and I wanted to also bring up here, and if they are international, as long as they get the job done and their work is up to whatever standard you have for yourself, what's the problem? Like people always show how prejudiced and how racist they really are with how they say, "I don't want anyone not from America working on my products." Why? That's kind of that's kind of fucked up. Like it. Just because well, they're not American, people... they can't work on their products? Like, that's so weird. Okay, well, I'm I mean, going to tell depends. you one of my weird habits, okay, real quick, <laughs> is uh, I like to look and see where the book is printed when I buy a new book, okay? You can actually tell where books are, if you look closely enough, you can tell where books are printed but just by looking crazy, at them. You are crazy, lady. <laughs> I, my industry, I live and breathe books. I should know about them. But yes. there are so many companies, especially like... um. Uh, there are so many companies that have shipped a lot of their printing to China, and and you can oh, tell China. Uh, you can tell China. The um, well, I mean they they have a um, they have a lot of factories and they have a lot of people to that need work, so it makes sense. And shipping isn't usually so bad, but they um, they bulk order these things. Like my kids really like the um, 
the um uh the Dogman series right now. I just bought book one of that. I just bought book one of that. All right. Well, you and my kids can talk about it, maybe. (laughs) You know, um, people said it was really good for whatever that was. It's probably the most popular children's book series out there. It's the same guy who created the Captain Underpants series. Actually. Yes, yes. And if you if you look in the imprint though, they're all printed in, in China. <laughs> okay. And if you uh a lot of American comics are um they're they're printed in America and um there's just a difference to the, the paperweight uh, is an issue. Oh, yeah. the, mm-hmm. You know, the the um I found like a lot of the um the books from the the dogman thing the the pages have their color, so they they'll if you push it too hard or if it's been packed up for a long time it'll fade and everything so the quality's not like super, also super great. The quality <laughs> art of dogmen's books are definitely made for kids around six to nine years old because they're not drawing any detail like this on their books they're getting like <laughs> they're not getting like actual detailed comic art it's basically just trying to try and get the cheapest artist to do the cheapest art well, I'm, the most production i'm quality. saying like the, it's a quality issue and it's usually it's better controlled in places where you don't have to outsource them you don't yeah. have to account for like labor so much yeah. like american workers versus the, the chinese factory working that's printing out these things i'm sure there's a big difference in, I, yeah. in a lot of pay so that that's why the international thing i think has a a, a reputation some of it is based in fact so am i based off of being a good-looking hot black guy no <laughs> no <laughs> Okay. Whoa, no, whoa. Chinese people don't like black people. I thought they loved me. The CNN told me they loved me. Oh yeah, they loved Black Panther with his mask on too. Oh my god. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? So what <laughs> is tell me y'all know so fucking much? What is Cliff Rich's page rate? Because I can fucking guarantee you that I that he's getting paid more than whatever fucking amateur you're using. Factual statement. Yeah, people who have no clue how this stuff even works have just so much to say on these things. I find it so fascinating. They just make up lies about something they have no clue of what the process is. Just I'm making shit. way more just about the comic book industry from Eric than there. anyone else. Oh, this is how it works. Like, imagine being that much of a, for one, an economic illiterate. But number two, <laughs> imagine being so fucking... I you guess just ignorant would be the best way. In the industry that you think international means cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mexicans. I, I would do say my work ignorant tacos. is probably the best adjective there. I would say inexperienced too. So. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're ignorant. It's more that yes. he's dealing with like haters. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. They. Uh, I mean, if you're familiar with him. Yeah. Yeah. The. Um, well, according to some people, there is no such as bad faith. <laughs> oh no, we're not getting out that road. Nope. So, stop gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, but uh, but yeah, the the problem is, is like the people who are mainly saying this stuff to him is like they they were never going to buy the book in the first place. Mm. They yep. were hating on him before he even decided to make the book. Yep. In the first place, over his politics or whatever. Basically, he's the black guy with the wrong thing. <laughs> and that's all it really boils down to, really. Also, yeah. like people will like efap the streams he has, looking for like and like any point he brings up that's like just fine for the most part. They'll try to be like, mm-hmm. but in reality, this theory I have is like, whoa, 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 whoa what? What? The- <laughs> it's so cringe, man. 
Like to see someone lay out a point and the and they're not even tackling the point the person brings up. They just start talking around it. You could just say you agree. You can agree with people you don't like. That's an actual <laughs> thing you can do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. But Cliff Richards' oh, page rate, as well as, and especially Joe Bennett's page rate, he's they're getting paid more than anybody that you're fucking using because they command them. International does not mean you, especially fucking Brazil. They're just giving them fucking a hundred dollars a page. Oh, wait a minute, that's what you're giving your artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brazil! I love my Rapanese culture. I love Brazil's. Oh well. I mean, for what it's worth, I'm I'm very happy to remain mostly anonymous with my comic book work. I wrote it t- to prove that I could write a good character more than mm-hmm. anything. So I don't I really want to monetize my haters because I don't want to deal with them at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta Lord. have a you gotta have a strong stomach for that kind of thing. But if it well, I think money- yeah. Like I started as a teacher, you know, and and so I would want some, you know, I would want to reform them. And I think that is, it's almost like welcoming yourself into abusive relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially the kind of monetize your hater streams that Eric Eric has done. He's talking to some real brainlets. Like, you know, I find it so weird. It's you know, it's crazy. I find it so weird how people say you shouldn't. You should just ignore them. Don't respond to them. Then people ask for a response. It's just I just don't get it, man. It's, it's mental gymnastics are so crazy, dude. Do yeah. people want well, responses or not? Like I, I, don't, I don't get it. You know. What's funny I, I, is this, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Okay. I, well, I mean, I get that kind of. Um, I get that kind of feedback because you want you want somebody that you like to succeed. It doesn't matter if you're on the 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 pro or the con side at that point. You want somebody that you like to succeed, and um, it's 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 very hard to you know be in the the middle where you 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 want to defend yourself, but you also don't want to. Um, you don't really want to get pulled into the drama. So sure. And it's good that he, I mean it's good that he's calling them out where it's due, but it I, I understand that why people are like don't Yeah, at, at a certain point at, at a certain point, if you start diving into, into drama that hard, you're not even basically you'll your focus will be taken away from what really needs right. to put your focus on versus like people that like at the end of the day, even if you were to disavow and destroy every single one of their arguments it doesn't matter mm-hmm. they're not they're not going to ever admit they were wrong they're not going to listen they already have a pre-built um consensus yeah. conception of like who you are it doesn't matter they, they, I you mean, can just look at would literally people. argue you people would literally argue two plus two equals five at this point <laughs> No, I mean, like we're at that point. We've yeah. seen the uh, debates with organized doofus, and organized doofus <laughs> thinks he's ones every organized single one. Doofus. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just an ongoing problem, and it's it's. But like, it, it, if you're on his side, you do want him to see you do you do really appreciate him destroying the haters. You know? mm-hmm. And if you're on the haters' side, you like to see the haters quote destroying him back so hey hey, i've um, always said actions are louder than words when one of his campaign tits x point millions of dollars that's already enough winning right there mm -hmm. you know yeah Mm -hmm. i I know he he partially brought this also up on the stream where it was like you got the people that are like oh i want you to like debate everybody and 
all that type of stuff and he wasn't kind of like ignoring it all on twitter mm-hmm. yeah, um okay. i mean i knew who specifically he was talking about so i won't say the name but um but yeah so like they used to be a follower of him where the person was mad that he blocked some people that were like kept talking to him or whatever and the but the difference is is like he has employees now he has to think about he has a business to run yeah um like even though he normally probably wouldn't block a lot of some of these people he he has to think about his business first Mm -hmm. as as opposed to like his own personal feelings on certain things so um and and so but yeah because i i seen that where the person kind of like flipped out they used to be like a big follower and that was like their contingent point Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's oh. blocking somebody because he's this other person's pissing him off so much. He doesn't want to engage. He doesn't want this part of the person engaging with him. That's his prerogative. He, I don't, I, I don't was, understand why that's a bad thing. Either. I want to show you guys another dirty, stinking. Uh, sorry, I want to show you guys another dirty, stinking ape. So we had Blur Without Fear, Chief Monkey, and we have Chief Monkey number two. You know, it's crazy these guys are black. Play. Oh god, oh shit. This guy, we'll go over him in just a moment. He's just a fucking loser. So this person pointed out, it's it's one of those posts where it's like, what opinion would have you like this? It's okay, super oh, simple, no. right? Bait. Com- yeah, go ahead. That's bait. Don't fuck yeah. for those. Don't, Don't yeah. These are, and look, look how much, um you know, views this gets. Doing posts like these, oh my God, that's the easiest way of getting monetized on freaking Twitter. But comics, mainly from the big two, have become nothing more than platforms to push agendas and ideology. They are no longer fun stories for the purpose of escapism. All the good writers and creators have been pushed out and gone independent. Now we are stuck with writers who are putting their beliefs, ideology, and worldview into the characters, changing them for the worse. In before, you're just old and comics are moving on from your antiquated views and ideas. So I will They're also always not making this. near as much as they did before. You brought in those, you kicked out those antiquated views and ideas. They're yeah, it's only all- ass cancer. Like, there are books out there that aren't like that. But people, people have to understand, everyone's going to know that, too. So, like, ugh. even though there are books out there not doing this, the problem is, since Marvel and DC com- command just so much of the attention when it comes to, like, talking about comic books in general, the good stuff that is not like that for the artists and creators that aren't doing that, you guys would notice what I'm trying to say. They get drowned out of the conversation. They're not even brought up. They're not brought up at all. Because this is how big Marvel and DC have the word of mouth on the industry because given how they have the most iconic characters that's just how it's going to work and this guy this filthy ape was giving his opinions on comic skate last night and i was just like man you are just an msnbc walking talking point man god you mark wade's fucking lapdog or something like god damn it's not even fun to poke at these folks dog oh like fuck when he's ghetto hood street talking ones oh these are the worst this is brain rot to the highest degree. Even someone with an ounce of logic slash nuance could see there is regular degular, degular's on a word, comics out there that provide that escapism. Keep telling y'all, Comics Gate has done ir- irreparable damage to comics. No, no, irreparable- no. Comics Gate has done irreparable damage to you. Comics Gate is actually just fine. Like a lot of Comics Gate stuff is actually has actually been doing pretty well. Like Ethan Van Skyver has been actually doing pretty well, despite his sometimes drama queen takes, especially when it pertains to Eric. But Cyberfrog is a doing sales well. tactic, I think. That's a yeah. lot of people have been using lately. 
So yeah, last night yeah, he was trying to call me brainwashed. He couldn't tell me how I was brainwashed. <laughs> he called me brainwashed of all people. Couldn't tell me how I was brainwashed at all. You see how he got no interaction Man. on his post? Just just a bunch of useless likes from losers who probably sucked this guy off. Nothing. He couldn't tell me how I'm brain. Tell me. Am I wrong? Oh, I'm not because you couldn't say anything. I buy what makes me happy. Well, you buy That's trash. That's the books. problem. This guy's because I, I, I alleged I did say this. All right. Well, I this is what I initially said. <laughs> I said, you don't buy books. And I'll give him credit. He did point out books. All right. He's <laughs> one of the few ones that actually bought the books. I will give you credit on that. I don't know if you actually read these, but we're not going to go down that road because I can never prove nor not prove that's actually a thing. Oh, yeah. You really well, I mean, got you me, technically bro. can't even prove that he bought them. Where's your seats, man? I mean, I can't even prove you read these, but we're not going to go down that road because obviously I'm not that crazy about this guy, right? Dude pulled out the racist hate package, all kinds of chimps and jungles being mentioned. Oh, I mean, okay. He cool. knows you're black, right? Blacks can't be racist against each other, right? That's how that works. Hey. Well, uh, well, well, what's funny about this whole thing is they actually think he's serious. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to show you guys racist. his original post. Remember, like, he's oh, the one that I find it crazy. He's racist, how, but he's black. I, I find it so I crazy. How, like, that. If you watch like Comicsgate people's streams, I, what you guys were told about these people, obviously I don't know all of them, Solution but the ones that I do know. You would think by the way some of you guys speak, you would think just by the way some people on Twitter speak about people in Comicsgate, you would think that fucking Mandy Summers is out there just shitting in people's mouths, right? Mm -hmm. You would think Jay Bama is out there just smacking up black bitches in a hood, punching them straight to the ground. <laughs> you would think that EVS literally is pissing on five-year-olds. You would literally think that by the way people or actually talk. Drunk 3PO, like probably the nicest person in existence is like, smacking babies upside the head really actually just go watch one of the streams one of the podcasts actually, do. he's tripping winnie the pooh yeah <laughs> this is what he said and remember he had to mute he apparently muted this he didn't because i can still see it he said i'm gonna mute this you didn't because we can still see it so good job smart guy it's also a guy who apparently jizzed on a wonder woman comic book the newest line of comics written by the greatest oh, writer ever, Tom King. Oh, yes. I, I, I didn't say that. I had to throw up saying that. This is what he said. All right, by the way, and I apologize for my appearance. I'm keeping the hoodie on because, you know, the hair a little fucked up. I got to get me a haircut. Ew, you're ugly as fuck. Nobody literally Nobody cares. cares. Editing, as you can see here, to say the following. Salute to Mark Wade, man. Salute to Mark Okay. All right. I thought not I better... uh... people. I better be hearing some <laughs> accurately detailed explanation. I bet you I'm not going to get one. Wait. Salute. So fucking loop. Mark Wade's not going to sleep with you, dude. Well, nor come on your YouTube channel. I almost could imagine he doesn't like black people. Just by the way he talks about people. Couldn't imagine he likes your kind of people. Nigga telling you how it is, bro. And I agree with him. Please explain why. I would also rather see this shit crash and burn. Then let a bunch of fuckity fuckheads called Comics Gate. All right. Okay. So this is just so fucking stupid. Do you guys know how I just pulled up? How he had a tweet responding to me saying, I buy what makes me happy. He said that, right? So we know that. He just said that. Okay. So since you claim you buy what makes you happy, why would you let the industry burn to the ground? That makes no fucking <laughs> sense. Well, I mean, like, he's in the middle of a sentence, man. So... <laughs> 
I mean, no he's talking spend. about. But I mean, like he's talking about it. Like if there are not, I mean, the whole tweet thing was about if there are Nazis pushing up the industry. <laughs> yeah, he'd rather it burn too. Well, well this is a di- so. oh, obviously this is a different guy. But um, well, I mean, Lord. like, but he's talking about the the tweet that um, Johnson Black. Is he talking about the tweet with the, the the blurred guy? No, no, no. This posting? is different. This is different. He brought this on on himself, posting this video last night. This is all inflicted on himself. Or the alt right come and infect the hobby. Now, am I saying everything that's coming out of comics is perfect? No, bro. And I have zero, zero, zero problem calling out some of the bullshit that's happening in comics because it's not all perfect. I imagine if I went to your channel, that's not a thing. I doubt it. But from what I have seen in the past week or some change, oh, you guys want some fuckity fuck shit. You guys so don't want to see You guys want to twist it into whatever bullshit you guys are selling on y'all's channels to the people who are stupid enough to buy it. And, you know, to be Your fair, customers. Salute, to salute to you guys. There's a lot of people in that camp. They're making a buku amount of money off of selling their bullshit comic books. I- I'm never going to be lot. mad at somebody prospering in whatever that they're doing, whether I feel it's bullshit or not. But like I said, salute to Mark Wade and also fuck Comscape, bro. You niggas don't want to save comic books. You guys want to twist it. Pause. Into- How can you sit there and say the comic books are bullshit when you probably haven't even read the comics? Well, also, part of the do- problem with that, like, is, is that there are there's a very big variety in quality with Comicscape. Well, of so. course he's not going to read the comics. He's already equating yeah. everything Comicscape well, I mean, is I don't all think right. So, yeah. um. That basically that's that's the only thing they can do. He he equates it all to alt right when there's not really any alt right people in there. When these um, motherfuckers say alt right, I'd imagine that the first thing that pops into their head is swastikas and people being burned alive and shit. <laughs> well, it's just like what Ripper said. It's anyone to the right of Bernie Sanders is alt right to them. So it was like I just yeah. you. I just don't get it with some of these people. He claims it makes well, him happy. He claims he loves this stuff, but you'd rather see it burn to the ground. That just what I mean. Like he was talking about, he'd rather see it burn to the ground if there are nefarious people involved. So okay, name yeah. them. Where are these nefarious people? What are they doing? Remember, what never name them. How, how are they never get named? He says Comicsgate. No. He says the problem with Comicsgate. Who? Specifically, I hate when people do that. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes is, you have to have like generalizations. There it. is no specific. It's the, the whole thing. Supposedly, there's Nazis in there, right? <laughs> like, even Eric that, July gets what? rubbed into Comicsgate, and he's like, "I'm not Comicsgate. I'm doing my own thing. Don't put me in that box." But like even Van Skyver, he embraces it, and it works well for him. Yeah, but like I, I just me personally, I just accumulate a Comicsgate to mostly the Iron Age anyway. But like, yeah, even Iron um, Age that's, that's had its own distinction. From. Yeah, even yeah. Iron Age had its own distinction from Comics Gate. Mm-hmm. Really, Iron Age is Iron Age. That can be helpful for people who are not as a, like familiar with social media things. As mm. like, I don't actually stay on social media a whole lot because yeah. I have children and I like I homeschool and I'm a writer. <laughs> so, yeah. But like, I think yeah. what it boils down to, like. To them, anyone who's not Marvel, DC, or Image is going or Dark Horse is going to be Comics Gate to them, right? I mean, that's pretty much what I took it as. Yeah, so uh, that's what I'm saying is, um, anyone who's not the main two or the main studios is going to be Comics Gate, just for clarification. 
everyone in comics gate is to them is alt-right doesn't matter what you said in the past or anything or you might be the most left-leaning person ever but if you're associated with comics gate then they got you they they're labeling you as a nazi does that they they got this pre uh pre no condition to that so it's like no matter what you say or do they're they're gonna not they're not gonna change their mind they're not gonna read your books that's plain and simple they i kind of uh, wonder uh, if you could sue him for defamation that would be interesting hmm. i don't know i mean he's gen- they're generalizing everyone so it's like unless they pinpoint who is unless they actually name someone you can't do it yeah but that's the I thing. Is, say, well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, if I got and started like arguing with people, I wonder if I could sue them for defamation. That would be interesting. Well, my thing here is <laughs> when they people mean, I, I, because this is this is how you know these people are just fucking cowards. All right, so he says, comments, can you name a person? This is, I, I get it. Sometimes distinction matters between generalizing, and most people always say, when, before they even say generalization, I'm prefacing this as a generalization, or they go, this is what I'm talking about. Whenever these conversations come up, the reason why it's no one can really get anywhere with these people is because since they're not specific, everyone gets lumped in the same group, even though some of these guys, all they do is just like draw or do writing for books. Like imagine being lumped in with this and you're just an artist for one of these people. That's just so odd. I mean, you know, Cliff Richards. I mean, like there's the, the, the thing about comics for artists is that there's a lot of us that are, more than welcome to like look at your portfolios and your art and see if we would mm-hmm. be interested in hiring you. Right. Oh, it's crazy, man. It's so crazy out here. The old days or whatever. Like y'all old days were way better than this. I'll tell you that. You know, they actually had iconic stories that lasted so many, many years and people still talk about those stories though. Issues nothing in this in generation millions. is yeah, nothing in this generation is gonna be looked at as something as good as I don't know, fucking what the first X-Men run. Just even that alone. For Fantastic Four run. The same. Well, y'all don't there's want more... women working in comic books. Y'all barely want to see people of color in comic books. So, fuck what? you. Fuck and, you. And, we and, don't and, give and, a good and, and you know what? With that, li- with that little thing right there, every argument he probably could have made, he just <laughs> lost immediately. <laughs> Fine. If you want to talk about if you want to talk about not allowing certain people into your hobby, then fine. Name them and tell them tell us what is wrong with them, so that maybe we can discern if if we agree with you, then maybe we can discern for ourselves who we want to purchase, what what books we want to purchase, and which ones we don't, which ones we may want to stay away from, and which ones that we might want to like patronize more. But the fact is that what that the fact that it all boiled down to you don't want black people writing comics. Fuck that. That's never been the case. Ever. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, my character is black. I don't care who they are as long as they're good people. We're dealing with the same we're dealing with the same people. It was like, if you don't like Miles Morales, the first thing they come to <laughs> the conclusion is 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 because he's black. That's why you don't like Miles Morales. He doesn't have his own. He comes from an animated movie. Not a comic. Well, it's, but yeah, but it's like it's not based on like okay, he doesn't have his own villains. He's not actually um, a well-written character at all. It's nothing to do with anything that actually matters. It's always well, you don't like him because he's black, and it's just like why would I ever waste breath speaking to you if that's like, already your conclusion? Or like, he even uh, have his own name. It, or like even the Little Mermaid, the the updated one, right? So it was like, like okay, we like the Danish story, like 
all of us are just saying make a new black character, but they don't they don't actually listen to us. They have this pre uh mm-hmm. you know preconditioned mind that we just hate black characters, we hate women characters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I bet you all of us like uh Samus Aaron, Rip uh Vanessa Ripley or whatever. Blade. You know what I mean? Princess fucking Leia, Padme fucking Amidala. Mara hey, fucking yeah. Jade, any Mace given Windy. female character in the entire expanded universe and, and original films of Star Wars. Yeah, I I don't I, I don't know where he got that from. Like, this is just such bull. Is it, <laughs> these people always be like, "Oh, they're attacking me." He, you, you, oh God, you. But it, it's put it's this all out the, yourself. It's it's far left talking points, and then that's what's yeah. going no, into this. Well, well no, that, oh, I, I don't disagree with that. It's just more like I always get so like my brain just starts going in fucking question marks. It's like, wait a minute, you claimed you're getting attacked. You're the one who made the video, put it out on your own social media page, and people responded to you and called you out on your bullshit. And you're the one getting attacked. You're the one who initially did this to yourself. How do these people function in real life? Blows my mind. Comic books. Y'all barely in real life, people get punched more. So please, I mean this with every fiber of my fucking soul. Comics gate could kiss my black ass, bro. Get the fuck up out of here. I see some comments. Oh, Mark, where you get the fuck up out my hobby? No, you niggas get the fuck up out my hobby. Bye-bye, shoo. I know you guys ain't gonna leave, but listen, I might as well say it. And Oh yeah, I'm glad. I'm sure Buddy, Mark Wade. We are gonna leave. This. We've left for the past five, six, ten years. I mean, I haven't bought anything already been... new from a comic book store in ages. Everything I have is secondhand. People are reading manga already. Left. That, people already have left. I don't know if you've been living under a rock. You've probably been li- living under a jungle or some shit where you belong. But people have already already been leaving. There is no. They need to leave. They already have been leaving. And yeah, like I said before, you know. Just buzzwords. They don't want women or people of color in comics gate. That, that sure. I don't know who's. No one said that, but yeah, sure. If you want to believe that, go ahead. You're just so goddamn stupid. Well, the thing I, the thing I don't like about people today is that they never want to back up their words with actions. Like even no. one of my favorite things is when people are like, like when it's uh, socialist. The the thing is, I always tell people is like when a socialist tries to convert you, you know, you always ask them for their own money first. You tell them, I will become a socialist if you give me all your money right now. They never want to give their own money. They never want to do their own work. It's so frustrating. So, I mean, like, vision in their heads that they'll be, yeah. They have this vision in their heads that they'll be, that they'll be, uh, all they have to do is we'll just lie around and eat, you know, eat, have someone serve us grapes and we'll be the creatives and we'll be at the top of the heap on this and the socialist shit stain. But, Forgetting the no, fact that, you know, the entirety of history does not pan out that way. No, they're more like batteries in the Matrix. Yep. Spares. <laughs> not even interesting enough to put in the VR. <laughs> it's oh, just as useless. Well, well I mean, people understanding takes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. But I hate you guys for the most part. You're all just cloud chasers. Uh-huh. Well, you invited me on, so I like to think of myself <laughs> as a clout... Vampire attendant. <laughs> You're the only. Are you the only published author here? I think so. Oh uh, well, right? I'm. If any of you guys ever want to write something, just DM me. I'll help you. I do. I do. Working on something. Okay. I'll. Uh, I'll take you up on that. I actually do okay. want to write something. The problem here is like, I'm be honest here. I have zero confidence in what I can do. Have you seen what? Well, I mean, just look at that other guy that you were just playing. What does he have that's so great? 
If you have, if you have crap, you have something more than he has. (laughs) Okay. Jesus Christ. He's got, he's got a Watchmen doomsday clock poster on his roof for some (laughs) ceiling for some reason. Well, I'm just saying like, he doesn't have anything like he, he, the guy from the video doesn't have anything that he's written out. Right. It's true. So, I mean, if you have something and it's absolute crap, it's still better than what he has. Not wrong. Not wrong. I will give you that one. No, one of the part of part of the reason that I am so effervescently charming when I come on podcasts is because I am very good at logic. So, not a lot of women are apparently. But wait, women are good at logic? <laughs> what the heck? That's not a thing. No way. <laughs> good lord! I thought you guys need to be cuddled all the time. I thought you guys need need to do everything for you for the most part. I I married my husband for that. That's his job. I don't need to call so him. If your car you're needs an of, oil change, the... <laughs> your car needs an oil change. She's like, my husband can do it. Can you need a light? Oh, you change a light bulb. <laughs> you change a light bulb yep. at least. You can't. Okay, good. Yep. You're good. Okay. So I expect. Yeah. Oh, I can do the light bulb thing. I actually can change <laughs> wipers. I learned can how you... to change car wipers, like the windshield wipers. Oh, really? And oh, I didn't. But can you kill a spider? Oh yeah. Okay. I live in the okay. south. You have to kill spiders down here. Oh yeah. yeah. I've never Does killed. Use one of those uh, I've salt never killed guns or whatever. I kill roaches at least two or three times a day. I love I love the salt guns. Oh. Salt guns. <laughs> Man, those those things are awesome. I'll be shooting flies all the time and shit. <laughs> you're out oh, in the backyard um... like you're out in the backyard like a fucking croc like a fucking crocodile hunter. <laughs> well, no. Like, well, uh, you know that if you put salt down, if you put salt down around your bar- barriers, that'll actually help the cockroaches because it'll get into their limbs and it'll like, um, like it'll stop them from moving and they'll just die. I thought that was diatomaceous earth. <laughs> I know uh, diatomaceous earth. I didn't know about salt. I, I heard I heard salt is good for ghosts, but. There's like there's oh, salt like, and I think you mix it with another spice. I'll have to look it up and I'll, I'll send I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, because so. I know um because here in Georgia we get those uh invasive spiders or whatever. They like mm-hmm. they look like those giant orb weavers or some shit. Oh yeah, banana oh, yeah. Spi- oh, yeah. Banana we have spiders. So I'll I'll go outside with the little salt gun and start reshooting them like point blank range. <laughs> <laughs> die, you motherfuckers, die. Yeah. Sorry, Peter. I'm in Georgia too. <laughs> Fuck Peter. <laughs> I uh, I've never met anybody for Peter that wants to get along with me. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met anyone from Peter. Period. Is it possible I, they're all bots? No, they they Probably. came to uh, so Peter came to my local uh, uh, what was it? The um, yeah, Chick Fil A. <laughs> Yeah, was near you. Oh, that's that's funny. I was like, damn! Of all the days I didn't go to Chick Fil A, why couldn't I just just been there? (laughs) I was out of the like. That's like the um, because I don't live in Atlanta. I live in like a smaller town area, and it's like I'll be watching all these videos with like the people gluing themselves to the concrete or whatever. Yeah, I was like, why can't any shit just happen in front of me? (laughs) Funny. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's dangerous because Georgia is now a constitutional carry state. So. Yep. <laughs> I, I think we were like the tenth or twelfth one or whatever. Yep. You only need a couple more for conventions of states. 
But yeah, okay. I was like, man, I just one day just please, Peter, like do something stupid in front of me or one of those uh, Earth terrorists. Try that in a small town. Like again, I'm in I'm in Houston. We have yet we like during 2020, we didn't we barely even like nothing really happened. Kind of crazy. Um but like yeah, you don't find you don't find those people gluing themselves to pavement or chaining themselves together all across a freeway in in red states. You only find that in left you only find that in like in leftist shitholes. Well, that's the thing. They um, so like Georgia's a red state, but like you still got like small your cities, your like the big giant cities will be like really blue or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, like like where I'm at, and when the lockdowns happened, like we barely had lockdowns where I'm at, and like I would go to Atlanta, and it was like a whole new world, and like I was like, you guys still wearing masks and shit, and then like I had. (laughs) Yep, I, I, was, mm-hmm. I had a um I was at a Whole Foods or whatever, and this lady old lady came up to me and it's like, I'm so proud of you for not wearing a mask. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I you know I the Oh when people told there. me to wear a mask, I told them that I was CDC exempt. Oh my nice. god. god. I'm I'm relatively healthy, you know. <laughs> I mean I feel old, but I didn't have any of the problems like that were going to predispose me to permanent damage from COVID. Mm-hmm. So that makes me exempt. BC, heart a... disease. And then you took the vaccine and then all of a sudden. What? Wait, so no one here got the vax, right? I didn't get it. I, I did. Get it. But I got it early. I got it early on before I even knew any of what had gone on. I have, I've had no side effects, but I, I got it way early just because like, I don't want to get sick. I want to be in the hospital. I'm fine. And I didn't. I didn't even catch it. Which, which one did you get? Uh, which one? Oh, God, I don't remember. I say Moderna. Okay. Yeah, and nothing happened. I didn't. Well, well I'll ask you guys. I just, I just didn't want to go to the hospital. Since everyone is <laughs> doing this food. now, well, since everyone's doing this now for 2024, what is, what would be like? I don't, I don't know if you do like news resolutions. I always try to make them goals. What will be some of like the goals you guys have for 2024? Uh, quit my job. It's always not a bad one. I like it. Yep. Write more books. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty simple. Oh, and my other goal, I'm trying to go to every con in Georgia this uh, this next year. Cool. Hmm. I'm going to travel more. I'll probably, probably sit down and write my book, I guess. Fuck you for years now. Yeah. All you and Strider should just be accountability partners for that. <laughs> I, I work on it on downtime at work. Um, I it's kind of coming together. I know where I want it to end, which is weird, mm-hmm. but getting there That's is good. a little bit hard. Yes. Um because it's it's the, the premise is actually kind of like near and dear to my heart, as a matter of fact, because mm-hmm. it's just uh it's just a man getting it's just a man getting to like getting home during a riot mm-hmm. not at all reminiscent of you know anything that happened in 2020 definitely not especially you not can, my own you fucking can write at a all. good self-insert story so i'm trying yeah i'm that one i'm i'm trying i'm trying not to i'm trying to write more like a clint eastwood type character who's just like as I, I basically want i i want the main character to be uh is it like falling down meets the summer of love 
exactly. That's actually how I pitched it to Quarter Black Garrett. As a matter of fact, uh, when I when I told him, I was like, "Man, I just I, I would love your input because because I, I remember he was still working. He was still somewhat good with Crowder at that point. Um, so I actually met him and I'm like, "Hey, I, I got an I got an idea for a story, and I wondered if you can give me some insight because you were there. You reported on this shit, and yeah, it gave me some pretty good pointers. Um, and so I I told him like, I just I want it to be I want it to be like falling down in 2020 just a guy it's at the end of his rope a blue collar worker just who's had fucking enough and they the then the the instigators picked the wrong town to mess with it's kind of it's kind of also got spurred on whenever i heard jason aldean's song tried then in a small town I'm like hey that reminds me i need to finish my, I need to finish my story um the funny yeah, thing is i'm it. in the i'm in the town he's actually from so really oh, that's funny are you quarter that's black funny. too so. <laughs> No, I'm a quarter. Oh, I was talking about uh, Jason Aldean, but I'm a quarter white. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Wait. <laughs> what are you guys? What are you guys saying? Like being white is right. That's what I was told growing up. You know, being black is whack. What? Um, <laughs> speaking well, then of that means I'm raised white. Always a quarter That's right. Never what we're told. <laughs> a quarter white. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, we've had a pretty uh, solid Monday show, just watching people put their foots in their mouths, cancel pigs, Twitch going crazy, you know, Jonathan Majors oh, is yeah. guilty of convictions, even though I'm not really sure how that trial really went, given how suspect his girlfriend remember, really is. Remember what, remember what uh, Uncle Ruckus said at, uh, <laughs> at the, uh, fuck, I, I'm tired, never mind. <laughs> I'm sure it was hilarious. I'm sure that's the greatest joke anyone's ever told. Lies. Oh. You know what I should start doing <laughs> to keep black people out? I'm just gonna hang uh, job applications on above my door and windows. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need, you, you, you need to. No, you just need to walk out on your fucking porch in a sheriff cropper's hat. <laughs> with a whip in one hand and a baton okay. in the other. That's, that's just how you get shot. That's just <laughs> that's just how you get shot. And I ain't never coming around you for doing that because I'm a why why did why did Abe and Gert from uh from Schindler's List pop in my head whenever you said that? I don't know why. Right, so there was this podcast that had Heather Antos on. I mean, this is probably the first time this guy's ever seen a fucking woman at all, maybe even talked to a woman in general. Gave his opinion on what Glenn said about the comic book industry in that thirty second clip. Oh. Who is this guy, by the way? Do we have any idea? Does he an, is he an industry insider? Does he own his own comic book shop? Do we know? The only thing I know about him was he was on this podcast talking with Heather Antos and his other buddy about the fucking Star Trek comic books that apparently oh have been oh. failing across the board. I'm not a Star Trek guy because I think it's kind of gay, but that's just me. Star personally. Trek is amazing. It's just not the new stuff. Just sucks. Yeah. Well, Star Trek has a terrible problem where it it tends to like um it it tends to follow history if you if you look mm -hmm. at like military history and everything. And the truth is is that ever since 9/11, we haven't really had a really good military history to like reaffirm. If that makes sense. So, Dance girls' tits are huge. But yeah, video time. Oh, good lord! Uh, give me a sec. All right, audio's there. I think so. I so the guy who posted the clip is a comics gay guy. Like, the... who's he referring to? EBS or Mark Millar? Glenn, the guy who posted the 
clip. He's not a comic skate guy. <laughs> I can. I, he, we're five seconds in. He said he stayed away from politics. He intentionally does that because it doesn't matter to him. What the fuck? So five note. seconds in a clip, and people so can't note, stop lying. Look, look at this man. I can smell the fucking grease just coming how, off of I knew this how man his, right now. I knew how his voice would sound just by looking at him. Oh my god. We're not even through the fucking clip. And this guy just started lying five seconds in. Oh, we're, we're, we're in for an absolute banger. The one that went, went viral. Uh, the, the, the the people he added are clear comics gate stuff, like the Bleeding Fool and stuff like that. He didn't viral. add anybody. What's the, what's the he didn't, problem he with didn't that add anyway? anybody. And even if he did, because he didn't do that, but even if he did, which is not what he did, why would it matter? Who gives a fuck? What are you going to do, police who he adds on Twitter? You fucking weirdo. What? This looks like someone, this looks like someone that got bullied a lot in school. <laughs> Stuff like that. I went digital is because my local shop just became super negative. And I just wasn't into the vibe. You sound like a fucking pussy. Bullshit. The comic book shop is like, the my local comic book shop is like my one of my favorite places to go. I love just I, sit, I love just like creeping around the shelves and listening to the six employees there just shoot the shit about random shit. It's yeah, so much that's fun. The beauty of going to places like that, yeah. Yeah. I guarantee you, you're negative five. I guarantee five. you, Bob ain't got no money. We'll be saying here. I bet anymore. Like I used to go hang out on Wednesdays for like an hour afterwards after work, and then like talk and talk shop with people, and then like honestly, like some of the people there got C CG pilled. You know, it's like he's being co-opted as our guy by. Oh my Ask God. yourself why. Ask yourself why they don't like the shit that's coming out. Because it doesn't sell. Because it's detrimental to their business. They've got inventory why... they can't move. They got supplies that they have that they are forced to buy. That, this that's is not why working for them. I hate they talking right about these it. people. I mean, I love talking about these people, and then I hate it because these people are. They, I swear, it's going to give me brain aids. He said he liked coming in there. Okay, he liked coming in there. He enjoyed doing it, and he liked hearing people just. Talk, okay then when they gave their opinion on something he didn't like that's when he had the issue i guarantee you that wasn't his first time he disagreed with them on something but still stayed in there so why does it matter if they gave their opinion on comics gate also, also we don't know what that opinion is either we, we don't know i guarantee he'll never say because they probably i'm, I'm surprised this never happened he doesn't have a shop he ain't got no money <laughs> he's just fat ugly retard sitting in his fucking basement for the sake of argument, I was just saying this from the video. Then, guess what? I, I imagine that, don't you guys, when you go to any store and you ask for the opinions of the employees, wouldn't you want them to tell you what's bad to you? Don't waste your money. Like, what, what was that? What was that one tweet saying? Don't you hate it when you walk into Lowe's and someone tells you how much their hammers suck? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I would love for someone to tell me that the tool I'm about to plop down a bunch of fucking money for doesn't work right. Or you at that, that that you've seen is not working. It does not do what it's supposed to do. I would love nothing more than to plop down like a drill, like a power drill and to have someone say, hey, by the way, I've had some reports I, are you are you attached to this? And that's what a good salesman does. Are, are you very much attached to this? How long have you been looking for this? Do you, are you aware that this has this has a, a weird a weird thing that the battery spark explodes randomly on you? Maybe you should try this other brand. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate that because it shows that you actually care about what you're doing. You actually you don't find that at Lowe's. You find that at like a your local Ace Hardware. Maybe not Ace, but you're you're a you're more like locally owned mom and pop hardware store. 
they actually care about what they're doing. They're not just an employee. You don't want people who are just drones checking you, checking out, out your shit and letting you go on your merry way. You want actually, I, I like that personal touch too. I appreciate that. Like, do these people not understand how human beings work? Oh, Johnson, are you eating chips? Yeah. No, I'm okay. typing. Sorry. Okay, they're fine. I people like. I try not to eat on stream. That way, I don't <laughs> fart and burp really loudly. Oh Lord, me too. That <laughs> RPG attack when we had Heather Antos on, and 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 those people are very much yeah, talking about the Zoom and the cameras. Comics are about, have ever been about, uh, should be about, and they should be dismissed and treated like fools. What did this guy? Say? Why? Because they have a different opinion. Imagine this: they Eric July's resting on his millions. They should be dismissed and not talked about because they have different opinions about books they've actually spent their hard-earned money on. How does this make sense to people? Just have so I can't go buy a comic book with my own money and say it's not good. Because why? What is <laughs> good God, man? Well, here, here's the other difference. We like a lot of people on our side will tell you why we don't like these newer books coming out. But we never tell people not to go buy them. Right? Yeah, you can do whatever you want with your own money. Go do whatever you want to buy the new shit. Right. Go buy the new shit. I like, don't care. A honestly. bunch of us are just discussing like... No, everybody needs to buy my book. I'm sorry. I have to, <laughs> I have to push back on this. Oh, God. <laughs> huh. And you're a person of color, so I definitely already supported you. No, I'm white. White's all the colors, actually. You need to call them, a, you know, fat and, and, and these things. That's not the way to do it. That's disgusting. And, and, and calling someone fat. Oh, my God. You guys sound like such. I'm pussies. sorry. I am not Starfire could not have been a more pathetic fat self-insert. Yeah. That one deserves to be memed. If you get triggered over someone calling someone fat, you are a fucking pussy. Someone never, holy never holy. stepped foot in a Call of Duty lobby or stepped foot on the playground as a kid. And people that was a and they are because when I was doing research for this topic, so many of the comments about his appearance and things like that, the ad hominem attacks were deleted. What does that have to do with with the man's appearance? Sure. Why? Why? Do, why is everybody so ready to become such a degenerate when someone says something that they don't like? I despise. I despise the perspective of Comicsgate. I am vehemently anti everything that they stand for. Which is what I hate is that this discourse and what has happened. He didn't even mention it. You vehemently hate these people, yet you never mentioned why you hate them. I happened. Made me look at some of the things that people who are Comics Gate were saying and going, unfortunately, in that specific way, they're right. No, well, I mean, like, we are every not movement, right. Every movement can, has its worst players. These, so. people sure. can, these people can never give you a reason for any of the shit that they fucking say. It's like we're, we all were all were we're not saying a damn thing. This comic book retailer who knows better is saying it for us. He's backing up what, frankly, comic skaters have been saying. Oh, I don't know. Since 2016, 2014, 15, whenever that whenever all that went down. I think. Sorry about that. It's like nine years. We like, people have been saying this saying that comic that comics are destined for the 
for the dustbin of history because you can't actually you're not the actually guy, writing good stories. He literally had four retailers on his show, and they said it's so bad right now that they basically I have to go over the video again because I'm gonna do it for like an e-fapping thing. Back issues and other stuff like manga and all that stuff keeps the stores afloat. The big mm -hmm. two are basically don't even count for like a good amount of sales anymore. They've dropped off a cliff. Like I think, I mean. I think John Gaylor Rose brought this up where he, he talked to retailers too. And people are just only kind of picking these books. So the artwork looks good. Mm -hmm. They're not even reading the story. It's in there. I I'm mean, there I'm yeah, John's, talked about, John's talked about like variant covers are really big sellers because they have the, yeah. the really mm -hmm. great cover on the front and then inside it's nothing like the front. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's usually only the draw for like issue number one. Right. Mm -hmm. When you get to like issues number two, three, four, you know, sales start dropping off a cliff. Not well, that's also it's also on the reader and it's also on the store owner because the store owner intentionally buys two, three, four, five, six of an issues less because they know the interest in it is going to potentially fade after issue number one. Like you have all these reboots back to issue number one, and it's like, oh my god, what? I mean, there's very few issues out there based around characters that have probably hit like above 50 at this point, you know. Hold on, you guys talk for a second. I go to the bathroom really quick. Sure. Well, I mean, even the the um, the average self or the average traditionally published book, um, like the first like fifty percent of them don't sell more than twelve copies. That's on court record. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of so, sad. And um, I mean, you have to realize too, like these are people that um, like. If you get an advance as an author anymore, it's, it tends to be very minimal from traditional publishers. Uh, and unless, of course, that you have, like, the establishment behind you already, like James Patterson, you know, would be, like, really super famous. Whereas if you're just starting out, anywhere from zero to 500 would be your best, maybe possibly up to 5,000. Um, but you that's an advance. If you don't sell enough to make up for it, you know, you know, really you don't have to pay it back but you also are on a list and you know and right. you can't um you're not seen as like a viable investment anymore so i always figured i'm not suited to be famous because i'm just too practical so oh lord here, here this is something this is from a star trek comic book i don't care for star trek i literally just give a fuck about it <laughs> i think but, i know a panel you're bringing up yeah Never this mind. is what you want in your books Yes, take that, space fascist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want in my books, right? Yeah, because that's exactly how the how like a space military would speak. That that's exactly how this. That's exactly well, it's how not even it's not even Star Trek like. So it's like no, like when, I mean, those like, aliens resemble start the what Star Trek Voyager, not Voyager, um, Enterprise. That's it. <laughs> like um, you know, I, I grew up watching Star Trek. It's just like because. The other part of Star Trek, like the Earth Federation, they solved all the problems. That's why you see different species of aliens and stuff together. Mm -hmm. And so they're not like talking about fascists and stuff is like they they would have been way beyond that point anyway, right there. Mm -hmm. So like bringing modern politics into that type of stuff is just is just un is uncharacteristic like any Star Trek that's supposed to be in there. Mm -hmm. Also, for also like w one thing that people forget is that fascism specifically is a very italian way a very italian system of government and granted there's very little there's there's very little distinction it's a distinction without a difference honestly between like 
fascism, communism, socialism, Nazism. It's all kind of the same authoritarian bullshit, but with just different aspects of it. But like an intergalactic, well, you, you wouldn't have an alien like that saying fascism. Go ahead. What was that? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Hello. I was saying fascism has more of a, an emphasis on milita milita militarization. Gosh, it's getting late. <laughs> and <laughs> a national pride. Hmm. So. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because, I mean, Mark Wade's not even going to entertain fucking people disagreeing with him. Right. I guess, I guess if people... So, what if you think the same as him and someone does that to him? How would, how would he view them? So, like, what if a leftist disagrees with him? In the industry, does that make that leftist that disagrees with him alt right? Because like, where we're we even drawing a line at this? Because a lot of this starts getting in like stupid semantics bullshit for the most well, part. That, you know? that's basically what happens. Is like, uh, we see it in other mediums too. Is like it, just having a slight disagreement from the main leftist pack is like you're automatically uh, alt right or whatever, right? Yeah. So like. Yeah. So say like I'm not a leftist, but I've seen it plenty of times where like say someone they're on the left side and like they're with like a Bernie bro and they're like, Well, <laughs> I disagree with this aspect of Bernie Sanders or whatever, right? Yeah. And then there's like, Well, then that person now is deemed as a fascist or some bullshit. or a conservative or some bullshit, yeah. And it might have been just like one they agreed on everything else, it was just this one tiny little thing they disagreed on or whatever. God. So you like it's, Raisin Bran over Yeah, well tribalism has been accentuated by social media. Yep. Tribalism is so crazy now. <laughs> it happens on both the left and the right. I have to agree. Honestly, with that. Frosted Flakes is a Kellogg's brand and they're putting pronouns on their boxes. So I'm not eating it. <laughs> Fuck that. But actually there's a there's a positive thing I just found. Um does does the name Nicholas Sir Nicholas Winton mean anything to y'all? Uh, no, not really. No. Okay. I don't remember. So you may you may have actually you may have actually seen the video and but not know it. There was a he was on a British talk show I think in like the seventy in the eighties, and this guy apparently his wife had found a whole book of children that he had sa Jewish children that he'd saved from the internment camps of World War II. He never brought it up. He never he never told the story. Oh. His wife found it in a truck by accident. So what? So what she did is set up, set him up. Oh, is uh, he the one that like got show. all the kids together and? Yes, they all stood up, and he looked around and saw all the people. So, apparently, a movie just yeah, released or is about video. to release. Yeah, so a movie is about to release with Anthony Hopkins as Nicholas Winton, and it's got sure. Helen Bottom Carner in it. Oh and, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, nice. oh man, it called One Life. Their, their shooting got delayed because of COVID. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but like I, that looks. That looks incredible, like because all the because yeah we've been we've been talking about all the people devoting their lives to destruction to destruction and um, and hatred and uh, bigotry and and the, whatever the right's doing, but like a guy like that at the end of the at the end of the day a guy like that being an actual hero making choices and not flaunting it he was it was found out by accident it was just his own little private battle that he fought kept it secret. And the world remembers his, and the world knows his name now for his heroism and his humility. And his humility, and he never bragged about it because he never felt like he didn't feel like he did enough. He didn't feel like he didn't do anything all that significant. It was his, it was his own conscience. 
but like that is so cool and i, I need to watch this movie i need to buy it I need to memorize it <laughs> i just saw that what the heck oh, oh did you guys really see the cool. thing that someone had discovered in sony's like terms of service where you not really you're not allowed to like resell the physical media or the digital media stuff from sony and it's like well okay. honestly that, i got a rude awakening for that <laughs> that that's been in the industry forever though honestly i guess gamestop finally goes out of business with that right <laughs> yeah like um yeah because a, a lot of it's been like you don't act, i think after like the once the disc came out is like you just you still never really officially own your stuff or whatever yeah. um ma- mainly when like when it was like mm-hmm. everything was online or whatever oh lord just imagine telling someone they can't sell their old PlayStation games coming up now because Sony said not to. It's like, ain't nobody going to be listening to that shit. Mm. Oh my God. Shit. Did anyone listen to those warning labels uh, the, uh, when you put on the VHS tape? <laughs> oh, gosh. Piracy is a crime. You wouldn't steal a car. Hmm. Why would you steal a movie? Black people really aren't bad at anything, actually. You know, black people are never been racist at all. Am I right, guys? <laughs> you know, I saw a guy on uh, Twitter went up and punched a twelve-year-old. What? Missouri. Yeah, super white kid is performing in front of like he had people around him too. Black guy came up and just left hooked him. A twenty-eight-year-old black guy hit a twelve-year-old street performer in Missouri. He got caught. Obviously, he he already violated his probation, so he's going to be in jail for like seven years. This happened in like twenty twenty. 19 2021 or something like that but yeah just saying stats overwhelmingly support blacks cause a lot of the crime that did it willingly no one told me to walk up and just punch a 12 year old just saying the media has to be flat out lying to people about black people and it's just so crazy how people just drink that kool-aid going yep we're just a well, it's black, people. black people weren't told to have self-accountability compared to other people yeah so it's like it's always you got to blame some outside force is why you're still in this position that you are in or whatever um so it's like well the reason why our crime rate's so high is because uh, the white man brought us here or some type of bullshit or whatever right when we were successful <laughs> they bombed the hell out of us or like it, it's just always something like that and then it's always that victimhood mentality thing so disgusting so bad yeah there's no like i said it's, it's just no self-accountability so anything wrong it's like it's always someone else's fault it's not based upon your actions or whatever i can't stand these people man fuck well you can't you're saying you can't stand black people <laughs> that's true Honestly. i can't stand them either oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, also, if you watch, uh, if you guys watch Dan Merle, he definitely has great videos breaking down like the box office and stuff like that. It's just going over what he was being really generous about. It's bad, okay? Like it's it's really bad. I mean, we're hearing rumors that Warner Brothers is going to be falling for bankruptcy potentially. It is. Uh, it's not good out there because I hear if you start making really really bad content pertaining to movies and TV, people just don't watch. That's crazy. Some people don't even voice their opinions on social media like that. Some people just go, hey, you're putting in garbage. I'm not watching anymore. That's it. They'll just stop instantly. You know? How about they just start making good stuff again? Or what is good considerably all the way around? Because I know taste can vary, obviously. 
Well, I mean, and that's part of like, um, like I always kind of laugh at people with um, the whole right left divide on some level because like mm -hmm. everybody's conservative with something and everybody's liberal with something. It's just that you change it around according to what, you know, political person that you vote for. Um, and like you can be very conservative with your love and very liberal with your body, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> Just to ask your I'm, wife, right? So. A wife who's liberal with her body. Oh, you better divorce that bitch. Good lord. Uh, well, and I mean, like the same thing as money. I, I mean, like a lot of the people that are very progressive tend to be very conservative with their money. So it, it, yeah, you know, these people always claim they're not the other side, but they literally subconsciously do things from the other side. They don't even realize that you bring them up. They're like, no, I don't. It's like, okay, all right. What kind of conversation we have in here? You know, it's like I hate people that do that yeah. shit. It's Fucking so stupid. Uh, let me rinse it right now. The Marvel's total losses. Remember, it's all also being generous too, because you know, adjusted for inflation too when it comes to movies. Move on. This may be why Disney's decided they're not going to report the grosses anymore. This is my estimated profit margin or not. Yeah, it was so bad. Disney literally stopped reporting the numbers. It's that bad for the Marvels. I don't know how they. I don't know how that's legal. Isn't that kind of misleading the shareholders? It's I was going to say. Couldn't that be considered in the It's their intellectual property, so I guess they get the right to well, see whether or not I mean, they want to report on it or not. They I could guess. probably tell the shareholders they're just not sharing it with the general public. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that I was going to say NDAs are involved. <laughs> yeah, probably. And according to my numbers right now, and it doesn't look like the Marvels is going to be adding a substantial amount to its box office gross, it is actually Disney's biggest theatrical loss this year, which is really saying something. Let's look at the numbers. Currently, I have estimated a $3.4 million share from the run in China, which is done next to nothing. 40% of the $101 million worldwide international gross minus China's gross, which is about $40.5 million. About $32.8 million from the opening week, about $8.5 million from week two, and about $5.1 million from the third week of release. The budget for the Marvels was reported to be $250 million. We have talked about this on the show before. This Holy has killed Disney this year. And a lot of people have said they look at the market share and they'll say, well, you're saying that Disney's having a bad year. They have the most tickets bought out of any studio, which is true. I think they own the market share for the year so far, but their budgets have been out of control. A quarter billion dollars just on the production budget for the Marvels, reportedly another hundred million dollars for prints and advertising. That brings the cost to $350 million on this movie. The gross receipts right now are at 197 2 million that nets out to about 90.5 million when you subtract 350 million dollars from that that gives me a current estimated theatrical loss for the marvels at 259.4 million dollars that's right a quarter of a billion gone and that's just one movie and it's not the only movie that disney's put out this year that's lost around this amount of money we'll look at that in just a little bit you know the show and you know how I generally am with box office stuff. I try not to go too far overboard. I try not to use hyperbole, but I mean, this is just a, it's a disaster. It's an Disney's entire 2023, along with Warner Brothers, for the most part, has been a disaster. For well, so, question for everyone, well, question for everyone here. Um, uh, so for, for your most memorable films in your life, uh, do you think any of those had big budgets? Just like your most memorable very films, few like Lord of the Rings, no. Lord of the Rings, the Very whole the Lord of the Rings trilogy cost less than Rings of Power did. Yeah, so that that's what because I think 
another part like of the problem is like um these budgets is like they focus more on like visuals i'm not saying like don't focus on visuals but like the visuals they focus on yeah. like explosions mm-hmm. all these computer generated graphics or whatever hey, uh, guys but, i'm gonna have to bounce i'm all sorry that's right. yeah, fine i just I, I, well, I've kind of been zoning in and out the whole time, and plus, I got work tomorrow. So, yeah. oh, no Bye, man. I gotta go soon, too. It's nice seeing you, man. See you later, dude. MSK, sorry, dude, but next time. Bro. Anytime, man. See you later, dude. Have a good night, man. Cool. Merry Christmas. See you. All right. Merry, Merry, Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. I hate white people. Of course, you do. Love you. <laughs> Bye. But yeah, because I, I, I find it like, um, I guess I just find it weird that like, but I I think for a lot of most most people that I know like anytime they talk about their most favorite films, they never really been things that are like super high budget. They're, they're usually like the budget for the most part, you know. Yeah, I mean like uh, what was it? The one of my favorite ones, like the first Terminator, right? And they improvised for certain things. Yeah, they threw acid on his jacket and just he just <laughs> went with it. Rocky, oh, God. um, you know, Sylvester Stallone was like on his last leg trying to make that film even happen. You know, uh, I think, I think we we care so much about budgets, but like, well, I don't, but like with like Disney and stuff was like these modern directors feel like they have to like be like the biggest showcasing thing, and I I think it uh, hinders part of their storytelling. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I think. Another problem is they went so crazy with these budgets because the company was making so much money at the box office before with like the MCU and a lot of their other animated features that they thought they could never be in a position where they would be losing this much money either. Because a lot of these movies obviously were budgeted and financed before like not 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 COVID, but like at a time frame when they were dominating the box office. So it made financial sense to make sequels to some of these movies, but Mm -hmm given that they had such a huge ego they couldn't even fall they literally put in marketing budget and production budget so big that unless you hit like a billion dollars these movies are making profit like mm-hmm. they're they're all of them are net are naturally just going to be like net losses actually and disney as you know has been jack straight shit with storytelling recently too this is my estimated profit loss summary for disney's entire theatrical slate this is also inclusive of the 20th century studios films that they released the also it's really this guardians is really generous here because the budget of that movie is 250 and the marketing is like 100 million dollars right there i always don't for guardians 3 i never really would say it made profit i'd say it made money in the box office i wouldn't say it made profit because there's, there's no way that this one. It was a really low profit margin, I think. Yeah. Only movie that they released this year that I have turning a profit in the theatrical window is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I had making $28.1 million. It's the only movie I think that Disney could say was even close to a hit this year. <laughs> I estimated the Boogeyman lost about $30.3 million. That's okay. It'll probably break even. I estimated that Haunting in Venice lost about $38.4 million. Oh, go see that. will eventually probably break even. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I don't think Disney planned to lose around $80 million on that movie. That's what I estimated. Oh, Quantumania is stunk. That movie is trash. I saw the creator. That movie is a something. I'll tell you that.
underestimated. Elemental was a success story in that it was able to recover from a very bad opening, but I still estimated that it's losing about $89.7 million theatrically. However, it is a huge hit on streaming, so that may help to close that gap. The creator, oh, this breaks my heart. Yeah, make, you can't make money off Elemental on streaming. You can't, streaming does not make money. I'm sorry. Disney can't also, even give away yeah. subscriptions for $1.99. Also, the media lied about Elemental. Yes, it bounced back in the box office, but it doesn't. Ma- it doesn't really matter. It bounced back so late that you can't make money off that. Like, it's just what the media does. They try to make things sound good when in reality they're just on fire. My heart, ninety-one point nine million dollar loss. A very low chance for them to recoup that investment. Then we have the Little Mermaid. I estimate that it lost about one hundred fifteen million dollars theatrically. <laughs> Merchandising <laughs> might help to make up for that. And then these nope. four movies nope. are just... <laughs> Dan, there is who's buying Haley Bailey Little Mermaid toys? Dan, come well, on, dr- man. Yeah, like the, the, Ariel will always be the white-skinned redhead voiced by Jodie Benson. I'm sorry, that's who she is. That's who she will always be. The, 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 the marketing for her character will, al- will, will always be that. Next year, next year with Disney, you will not see Black Ariel. You will see, you will see normal white Ariel that's been what her appearance for since the eighties, the character that kicked off the Disney Renaissance. No, all, all the aerial merch that I've seen, I went to the mall today. So I've seen a lot of merch today. Really? Yeah. It's all redheaded aerial. Hmm. Um, I will say like if the shoe was on the other foot and this was Tiana and she was replaced by a redheaded blue eyed woman. Okay. Disney would Disney world would be burned down. Hmm. Plus, oh. plus to the the animated. Besides that, too, like if like we ignored the race swapping as well, the animated stuff were more memorable to anyone, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll, I just, I honestly think a lot of the live action stuff is is a creative bankruptcy yeah. at its finest. Um, you know, I honestly think this is a case of like the producers on steroids, where mm-hmm. the investors are just getting taken for a ride. And those sweet old ladies are trading, trading their money for, <laughs> you know. Well, I think. I mean, part of it too is like memories. they're and just like, relying on the money from movies, the amusement parks. Yeah, mm-hmm. If we're looking at the budget for some of these movies, these movies with like these huge budgets, like a lot of these, these don't even look like. The budgets do not even reflect reflect what these movies should even look like. Now, I don't know if these guys are spending a lot of that budget on hookers, OnlyFans, their credit card debt. It came out that that one Netflix director, instead of spending the money on the mo- on the show he was supposed to work on the movie, he started spending on other shit. I'm just, I'm not saying they did this, but when, when you're looking at the big budgets attached to some of these movies, what were these guys spending this money on? It never looks like the budgets reflect how good these movies should look on screen. Ever. Well, they're doing they're doing special effects shots that are already expensive in and of themselves, all computer generated bullshit, and then they're reshooting and redoing yeah. those those effects, and then reshooting and redoing those effects again as we got as we got revealed to us with by uh, what was it from all the leaks that were coming out of Victoria Alonso and her sub and her firing, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. all the NDAs left and everyone's like, here's how much of a pizza shit she was, and that's exactly what she was doing. Everything was being rewritten, everything was being reshot, redone two or three times over, and that's where and. Does not. This isn't just the. This isn't just the cost. This. This isn't just the cost of the effects themselves. Also, the cost of having to pay your employees to do this stuff over and over and over again. Well, here's also with my argument with the lower budgets uh, mm-hmm. movies. It was like, okay, how can I tell the story when I don't have that amount of money? So I think they have to be 
like back in the day, you had to be more creative for what you had or whatever, right? And make mm-hmm. do. So I think you're more focused on like telling a good story as opposed to like, um, okay, like treat my audience like little kids, right? I need a bunch of flashing explosions, more flashing. Yeah. When it comes to DC movies, it's all dark and mute. And until there's one, one big battle scene or whatever, but like the overall like creativity is like almost gone because it's like if you feel like you got as much money in the world to just make whatever, you're not uh, creatively obligated to like try to produce the best story in the world or whatever. You're just trying to crank out movie after movie. Just awful they're just awful stories haunted mansion an estimated loss of 192.2 million dollars indiana jones and the dial of destiny an estimated loss of 214.2 million dollars wish currently an estimated loss of 235.1 million dollars the marvels right now the worst performing film of the year for disney Uh estimated loss of 259.4 million dollars that means as we sit here today I estimate Disney's total theatrical losses looking just at global box office receipts at $1.37 billion. That, I mean, I have to do my research. That has to be the worst performance by a major studio in history. I'm sure you could probably adjust for inflation. It's great because back in 2019, they had the most successful year in movie history. Mm -hmm. And probably the best economy we've had in our generation with. Oh, there's an alt-right. It was that alt-right president we had, that Nazi guy, right? Cheap gas, <laughs> cheap food. I'm fine with it. Fine. <laughs> I'll, call me off. I'll call me off. Fucking right. I'm down for it. As as far as this go, like okay, so like I've um like written books and I and I have my comic book and stuff and everything. I actually I love animation. Like I I I tried to reach out to a couple of different animation directors because I wanted to get into it with with writing. I'm not just like super good at drawing or anything, but I'm like I could do storyboards and somebody better could come along and do it, you know. I actually would love to find out how much money it costs to make a good like 72 minutes to 90 minute animation feature length video. Oh, because, yeah, it is it is expensive. I mean, yeah. Oh, we can. You, I probably can try to hook you up with some people I know. Um, oh, that would be awesome, man. Yeah, cause, oh, because for I used to be in the uh, gaming industry. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, they have some really great graphics work. Yeah. So, but uh, other than that, like you know, everyone I worked with or whatever, like there's an animation side to it. Or you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of like I grew up. Uh, well, in my field, like when I was training like a school or whatever. Right. And that's like other, I've been in classes with some of these guys or whatever, or some of my teachers were animation guys as well too. So, um, I'm not, really not nice sure how, I'm yeah. So it was like, um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, we could probably talk some time and then, or exchange contacts and I could see if I could find someone that could probably help you out. That CS Johnson doesn't talk to black people vagabond. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll send you. I'll send you a link. To, I'll send you my comic book if you want to read it. Because I oh, actually I'll, like no, I'll make a purchase. Uh, I was plant waiting until I get paid this week to make a purchase. Oh, okay. Wait, awesome. wait, hold on. You have a job and you're black. Wait, that, that's not what the CNN, MSNBC told me. Well, also, mean, uh, Joe <laughs> you Biden gotta stop reading those fake news, man. Hey, 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 I'm just saying, MSNBC, you're garbage. They literally, after the dude got butt fucked, they. 
God. You just can't make Didn't this he up. Did get fired now too? Well, yeah, that, no, that is true. What they said was retarded in their tweet. Their tweet said alleged Senate staffer was oh, – oh, 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 oh. already with that word. Alleged means we can't confirm it if, if it was happening or not, okay? Mm, MSNBC is dar- We know who he was. <laughs> MSNBC you know is trash. Well, I mean, like, the sad part is, is that this got passed around in a group of people that that's, like, their hobby. Yeah. Yep. They're still, yeah. they're still, like, employed. <laughs> There's a gay politic the group, whole group of They're all bragging and about it. Since these, it's like, you know, these guys don't like each other. One of them saw it, leaked it, leaked it to someone to screw him over. That's what they did. They don't like each other. These people don't like each other at all. They have to play like they like each other, too. MSNBC is, like, alleged Senate staffer filmed sex act with men they're so alleged you idiot we saw it on video what's well, alleged yeah, it represents really good, the, the fact that they had it the, made politics it made people in politics look bad and also made gay culture gay people look bad too well, well, just really the bad, fact yeah. that they yeah. thought that was a, a good idea just to like do that inside the building in the first like yeah one they came up with the idea to do that in the building in the first place the second idea was the film the film the shit and like pan around the room or whatever and then and then go share it with a bunch of other people who who knows probably does some other similar shit well i mean i'm an adult and i know it's not good to get on social media when you, <laughs> like you're in a bad mood like i uh-huh. i was looking at all those feminine or feminism lied to me tiktoks and i was like i am so glad that i don't have time to do this because i'm raising family <laughs> What? Was, oh yeah, I saw that hashtag. It's like, yep, I could have told them that for three years yeah. ago, but they'd been like, "You're a misogynist." I'm, these women are. I'm yeah. glad this was happening to them. I'm glad. It's what happens. Well, when I you mean, can't like, it's for yourself. Well, I mean, like, even in general, like, like I had to go to a public college this week for my daughter's ballet recital, and they had a sign up in the one alcove that said, "Forced motherhood is female enslavement," and it's like. I get that they would say that, but if I cannot say killing babies is wrong, <laughs> you know, I just don't think that we're going to make very much progress. In, in, uh, in, the world in, only ever swings one way. Yeah. Well, yeah and like, my tax dollars that, are funding it. I mean, and this thing, is why like Disney losing money is like, I laugh at this because they're just going to get more kickbacks and tax dollars and they'll find legal ways. I mean, Disney's lawyers are really, really good. They'll find ways to do special counting, so it's not really going to hurt them. I mean, they're they're they they got they got cocky with the Reedy Creek deal, so I think that's I think that's going to have some nice consequences in the next couple of years. Whenever you know the whenever uh, Governor Ron DeSantis is like, "Huh, we're kind of getting a raw deal from giving Disney all these perks, and they're trying to be all big and bad with politics." All right, it's time we end that. <laughs> so that's that's well, coming. That's not going to be pleasant yeah. for them. But, well, I mean, yeah. it's already here on some level. Yeah, that's true. But I, I will say my original point that I was going off on a tangent on is like, I'd love to know how much it actually costs to like make a full length animated feature film because mm-hmm. I think like a lot of the, from what I've been like hearing on a lot of these things is a lot of it is like reshoots and script. And I mean, like some of my best friends work in the film industry and like the regular like people film industry, you know, mm-hmm. and one of the big issues that they have is that just scripts aren't written uh-huh. like they're, or they're like half formed and they make it up as they go along a lot of it. 
And some actors, you know, like they have their own script doctors on hire. So I've thrown my hat in the ring for that. So <laughs> um, yeah, I think because uh, I'm a big animation person myself. Like I just mm -hmm. love um, and more mainly like older animation more than this modern like so shaded stuff. Just like the well, I mean, I I grew up in on Disney Renaissance, so like Beauty and the Beast mm -hmm. and um, Mulan and uh, Little Mermaid. You know, I love those. I love how the, they look and yeah, you know, they sound. What's so yeah, crazy? And... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying because a lot of the charm. Yeah. Oh my bad. I was just saying a lot of the charm from like a lot of those old animations and stuff doesn't translate into live action. Mm -mm. No. What's up, Chats? How you doing, man? Um, but it's kind of interesting because you, you look at a lot of um, pretty much Disney. There's no discernible difference between Disney and Pixar productions anymore. It used yeah. to be you could yeah. tell. You could tell from a mile away. But even all those movies in the Disney Renaissance, they all look very different. They are all they're all kind of lumped together. Mm -hmm. Because they are indeed part of the Disney Renaissance that brought Disney out of bankruptcy, and for good reason. They're excellent films, and they're they're modeled after and they're they're uh, they're modeled after musical theater productions. Yeah, and it works because they're musicals. Yes, but they all have a very distinct animation style, and mm -hmm. um, a different color palette, different. You know what you're looking. At. You know what landscape you're looking at. You know what background painting. What you know. You know what the what movie that's from, because it's very recognizable. But like mm -hmm. now, there's no di there's no different there's no differentiating between one Disney animation production and the last because all the character designs look like, look exactly the same. This this generic Play Doh 3D model, whereas Pixar, whenever they did something 3D 3D model 3D animation, it actually looked good. It looked very distinct, and they they actually put some thought and care into it. Whereas now they're just oh we'll we'll, we'll put everything in the volume and it no one will and it, it'll be fine. It, it'll still look good. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look good because yeah, actually so the like, hand drawn stuff actually required some skill. This doesn't require a whole yeah like um well so Disney like if if you're if you've seen they they actually produce like some books on um kind of like how Marvel had like um their rules for drawing and stuff like drawing if you've seen how to draw comics the marvel way disney has their books with like the squash and stretch um they uh i because i've been in this if you've been to disneyland and hollywood they i've been to the back studios and stuff where like they cool. would like hire like they would before you even worked on a project they would like hire people to like come in okay like for instance lion king right they would take people out to the zoo they go draw mm -hmm. lions see how lions and stuff move and different animals there take uh the artists and different art trips to safaris and stuff and like and that was the big thing just to make sure they even got it right and if you follow i recommend people to follow aaron blaze he worked on like big bear um lion king and stuff and he was one like one of the leading artists for that and he talks about that as well too and like cool. Disney used to be very proud of like their hand draw animations and stuff. Yeah. That they don't get that we don't get anymore, pretty much. Mm. It's like yeah. everything Walt Disney worked for is like they just uh throw throwing it out of the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was an animator too. That he did that he did it as a job. Mm -hmm. He knew what he was doing. And these people don't. 
All they know is that they are they are cast in their in their respective uh, leadership roles. They really don't have a whole lot of talent. If you just look at the animation Wish, that looks like hot garbage because it's three D animated, trying to look like two D, and it looks like just a it looks like mush. Same thing with Elemental. Like I can't I can't focus on anything because there are no discerning lines and no discerning boundaries between the background and the foreground. It's like my eyes have completely lost focus. I can't. There's nothing to focus on. But where, but you look at something like Inside Out, which is one of my favorite, my favorite Pixar films of all time. Was that Disney or Pixar? Anyway, it was Pixar. one of, okay, yeah, one of my favorite Pixar films of all time. Fantastic movie. Um, There's a very distinct art style, but you can tell you you can you can tell what's going on in the foreground. You can distinguish between the foreground and the background. For Elemental, you can't, and it's just mush. There's actually there's people don't know what they're doing, and they're not, and it it shows in Disney. It's I think just I think it's just kind of a well yeah so uh, Disney uh, the thing is called the Twelve Principles of Animation by Disney okay and the only places we're really seeing that today right now is uh I have to say is anime pretty much yeah yeah anime is really nice what was that what was that other animated some... movie that came out that did very well recently was it called Blue Samurai or some shit oh the one yeah, but that's a Hayao Miyazaki movie. That's gonna get, that's gonna do well no matter what. Yeah, I mean, but it, like it just goes to show you that if you have a good product out there and it resonates with a lot of people, they will talk about it. You know, well, yeah, so well, you're exactly, you're exactly right. Studio people. Ghibli films are some of the most beautiful films in existence. Even if it's the crazy, yeah. I mean, is next year gonna be our last one? Around the people there, like we're just gonna do one more next year. They said <laughs> the last one's gonna come out. This is no, the fourth this time the that Hayao Miyazaki has retired. Well, this so this film I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen like some reviews on it where it's like <laughs> the uh it's kind of like the the boy in the heron's kind of like his life moving forward from like so the boy represents himself and like oh. the stages of moving off from that or whatever. Cool. So I think this is definitely one of his last pieces. Hmm. Well, he's I mean, he's really getting older too, but I mean, like that's um you know just it's. You know, like it can be really hard to juggle that with everything. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, man, I also think it drives him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the man is an absolute master. He is, I mean, he just made some of probably my favorite films of all time. Absolutely beautiful. And just his, there's so much detail in all of the backgrounds and, and everything that's animated on screen. Again, it's all hand drawn. So there's no, there's, I mean, it, whatever CGI there is, it's meant to accent the cartoons on screen, and it's beautiful. It's mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. You could take a frame and put it on your wall. You could take any frame of animation, put it on your wall, and it would and it'd hang up as art. It's absolutely incredible. And the but, funny thing about the whole thing is it's all based, goes back to Disney. Like, the guy who came up with Astro Boy was because he was watching Disney stuff, mm -hmm. you know? And that's where anime got the big eyes and stuff is from watching Disney cartoons. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. The, um, the student yeah. has become the master, literally mm -hmm. the master. Yep. Well, I, uh, I got to go. I got to work early tomorrow, but it was wonderful. Yeah, same here. We're going to wrap it up here in literally uh, a minute. Uh, thank you okay. to everyone who showed up for the show tonight. We had a pretty yeah. good, awesome conversation. You know, I implore people, if you have a comic book shop in your area and you've liked past stories of your characters, try to go out and buy some of the back issues. Potentially, if you want trade paperbacks for any of the popular stories or omnibuses and you think stuff's only been good in the past, that's awesome.
Go and support their past. Go and support the past good work from people that did care about these characters in the past. You know, if they have, or you know, if they have like manga there that you could buy, you know, just if they have manga there you can buy, go buy that. If they have a Funko Pop of one of your favorite characters you might like, go buy that. Just you know, you don't have to buy the modern comic books right now. You don't. You could just buy the stuff that you like that they have there. You know, I imagine they have something there for everyone because it's a comic book shop. But yeah. You guys got any? Oh, we'll be seeing Strider next. I'm pre- yeah, hold on. Wait a minute. Just one quick second. Next week's the 24th, right? Or the 25th? Uh, it'll be the 20th. So it'll be yeah, the yeah, 25th next, Monday. Yeah. Monday's Chris. Yeah, next week. Um, I don't even know if we're going to have Monday Mayhem. I mean, Monday Mayhem would probably just be with me and Chaz potentially next week. Or maybe me and Arnox and Selena because that's Christmas and all you guys are going to be out with your family. So yeah, yeah I'll have to see what I'm going to do yep. for Not Monday. Me. I'll be home. I'll okay. Be so it'll probably be just like um, me, you vagabond. Sorry, me, you good Lord. You are vagabond. Holy fuck. Me, you <laughs> are Noxite and uh, Selena. And yeah, probably it for the most part. Cause everyone's going to be pretty busy. She's, a, yeah. she's, you know, doing her writing motherhood thing, you know? Yep. <laughs> hey, I perpetuated the human existence. So we won't. So, so this is the last you. show we're gonna see Strider on for 2023. Has to yeah. be because the next time yeah. we'll see you is next year, actually. Because you're not gonna. You're, you're next year. <laughs> oh my god! I'll see you next year. So <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of us have a lot of plans for 2024. You guys know I have a lot of plans for 2024. They're not like resolutions. I just want to make sure I'm writing. I'm gonna write down my plans and be like, hey, we're gonna knock one of these out consistently. You know, because I do want to get this stuff done. You guys are all claw chasing worthless pieces of shits, and I hate every single one of you as usual. <laughs> usual. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Hmm. You're doing that lady witchy voodoo stuff on me, aren't you? Repeating what you said. You mean? <laughs> yeah. When women do that a lot, they try to trick me into believing stuff I've never said, but I literally just said it. So I just kind of owned myself. Remember, yep. guys, Eric July started out a comfort <laughs> company just to actually own people. Not because he wants to make money or anything, just to own other people. <sighs> why? Why? I even. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a slavery joke. Uh-huh. You no, know, I forgot to own the libs. <laughs> I mean, nah. uh, but yeah, uh, it's been awesome having Strider here for most of the year so far. He was out for a little bit in France, mm-hmm. you know, doing France things. Uh, it was awesome to have, you know, all you guys joined. Uh, people like. C.S. Johnson, she just randomly roasts me, and yeah. people like that. So you know, we had to give her some oh, level of clout for being here. Yeah, you know. Hey, so the um, next, you know, gotta validate my existence by letting me insult you. So, oh my <laughs> lord, good lord. Uh, you know, she says, "Hey, I have black family members," and we're just like, "Oh, okay, lady, <laughs> we're running." We're just like, we all try to get the fuck out, and it's you're like, "Oh yeah, goodbye." Um, but by the end of this week, we should be close to hitting like 256 some odd episodes. But we had a we had a awesome year considering the setback I was given at the beginning part of the year. But I don't care what anybody says. I know how to be successful on social media and these platforms. So I'm gonna just keep doing what I'm doing and just be successful at that. But yeah, anything else you want to say before we head out? Actually, anything else you want to plug or anything? I'll buy my uh, book. Yeah, buy the book. Oh, I mean, I'll like, be making a purchase later this week. So. Yep, I'll be buying it too. Thank so, you. There you go. Two more purchases. <laughs> they were getting, they were crowdfunding her her book right now. A black oh, guy and a white it. guy. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm always happy for feedback too. So, mm-hmm. just I'm, I'm just gonna straight tell you with just straight up dog shit. Is that is that good enough? I'll read it on my it? channel. I actually mailed it to you this week. Did you get okay. it? Okay. 
Uh, I need to check. I probably did. I I got a load of mail out there. There's so many packages out there. Good <laughs> lord. You're just too popular, man. Yeah, that, that that that's the thing, man. I, I I just got all the ladies and all the honeys just on my shoulders right now. But uh, we'll <laughs> see you guys later. Have a great uh, week coming up, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for Tuesday's big shutdown. It's gonna be the only show tomorrow. Um, probably just gonna you know just get some stuff done because I gotta make sure I'm effectively utilizing. I'll my be time. in the bar room tomorrow. So. You're going to a bar with a black guy. Well, Jacob's show is called the Barber Podcast. So I'll be there. Yeah, but he, but but he's got people of color on there. He is a person of color. I'm, I'll be fine. Okay, good. He, he doesn't scare you or anything. You know, he doesn't make you. Un- <laughs> I you know the only time that Jacob scares me is when you can tell he's angry teeth. and he's like ranting. <laughs> no, and it's, it and he, I it's it's like. Um, you know, he just doesn't let up. And you know, that's nice. It's nice to see really passionate people. So Yeah. I I've never just like incoherent ranting. I like rants that are like it makes sense from you know what they're saying. Incoherent rants like comic skate sucks and I like women and I'm an ally of people. It's like, bruh, what the fuck are we doing? Well, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Tuesday's big showdown. Good night, everybody.